0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown.
1: 10 seconds, 10 seconds. Introduce me last, I'm gonna hit this dab. <laughs> <laughs> You're already unmuted, <on> bro. <laughs> um, um, good evening, everybody. And welcome yeah,
0: to uh, again. High on Homegrown. Again, every fucking time. Let's not lose our shit straight away. We made it. We're here. We're in a new place. But, you know, I think this place feels a little bit more like home, man. It's got a URL on it and shit. High on hunger. It just seems the right place to be. I like it. I like it too. So, of course, those guys who are here already know that uh, we're not allowed to stream on Percy's Grow Room for two weeks. So we're here instead. But, you know, if it works out and people enjoy it over here, we might just stick with it. We'll see what happens. We just get high and enjoy the show. You know how it is. All right, so how are we doing, lads? Monkey, you want to say hello, mate?
2: Hey, guys. Monkey here from the southern U.S. You can find me on Instagram, of course, at Percy's, and here on High on Homegrown. Hope everybody's found their way over here and it's getting really high. We're going to have a good show tonight.
0: Yeah, man. So, yeah, I'm Mackie from the U.K., by the way. So, sorry, forgot to do that. Uh, Temple Grower, it's down to you, i hey. to say hello.
1: Yeah, uh, hey, it's Temple Grower. Um, <laughs> up in cold ass Canada now, Saskatchewan. I'm in, uh, well, you can find me obviously here, Pierce or uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, pretty much anywhere that the normal shit's found. So glad to have y'all. What are you saying, Zian? You got a nice
0: big cup of coffee ready to go?
3: I've got my coffee, I've even got some, some caramel chunky ice cream, so oh. I'm well on the spot. Nice. Um, Yes, I thought so too. There's not much left. I ate most of it last week. Yes, <laughs> not it melted? There's I mean, only about two inches in the bottom of the pot. <laughs> but I'm going to finish that too tonight. Evening everybody. Uh, ZN uh, from the UK, somewhere down in the middle-ish.
0: Um, as far away from the seaside as you can get. As
4: far away from yeah. the seaside as
0: you can get. <laughs> yeah. Chibi, what are you saying, man?
4: hey how's it going everybody gb here um, all the way from cold and wet ireland sorry i'm just on the spliff um you will find me on good uh, the internet yeah the internet um <laughs> percy's grow room you'll find me on instagram and you will find me now on facebook on Percy's Greenbeard. So have a look and follow me. I only opened it up the other day, so it's it's a new page, people. Um hey, yeah, no, uh, we're in lockdown here, man. It's. Oh, fucking, yeah, shit. How's oh, that going? It is a fucking pain in the cock. Let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> what did y'all do to man.
2: Do this, man?
4: Mate, it is a fucking joke, you know. They're fucking. They're opening some shops and then closing other shops. It's like pretty much like what's going on in Wales now. Like they're fucking. I I, I had um I was barred from um one of our local um hardware stores. You could say it's like a fucking B and Q or a home base. <laughs> Did you have a
0: Karen moment? Did you freak out? Somebody? I
4: I I had a fucking mega Karen moment. Oh you know? no. <laughs> Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. Oh, yeah. Lads. It you. Was, yeah. yeah. It it's was, my freedom. I don't want to wear a mask. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was wearing my mask. I quite happily wear my mask. Well, have if, you got a have a <laughs> no, no, it's just a plain black mask. You know, I have a big beard, so I use a big beard mask. So it goes fucking halfway down my face and people look at oh, me yeah, what true. the fuck?
1: Yeah, but, um, like bag. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, it's like a fucking shopping bag.
4: that's It's like a big bag. It's, like, bag. it's, it's <laughs> like a fucking rubbish bag hanging off my face, man. It's so funny. But I went in looking for lads. You know about the pups, the way they keep getting out underneath the hedges. Well, I went to get fucking wire to fucking close up the underneath the hedge to stop them from getting out onto the road. Well, this is not technically essential anything that's for a <laughs> garden is not essential <laughs> oh but, God. but uh, you're able to buy christmas decorations halloween decorations <laughs> all any tools and any shit that has to be done <laughs> but like you're not able to buy anything to do the actual <laughs> fucking project. that you've wow. bought, all the tools. The
0: rules for. have gone so stupid, man. Absolute. Oh, man. And in I shops had... here in the UK, they're stopping, like Sainsbury's, selling certain items because they're not essential. Yeah. you're in the fucking yeah. shop anyway.
4: Yeah. But, Kareem, this is the thing. I'm standing there go- and I went up real nice and calm. I went, hey, how's it going? Sorry, could you get me some chicken wire, please, out there? Oh, uh, no, we oh, can't. I Jesus was like. Christ. But, but why? I said you're open and she goes oh no COVID restrictions <laughs> I went yeah that's okay I said fair enough I can't go out there I said but look I really need this and I explained to the Moy and she still looked at me and went no I can't tell you that Cop you, it says and I no. went I went are you having a laugh love and she went no I can't tell it to you it's COVID-19 restrictions and I went <laughs> alright I said so you're telling me I said a fucking Santa hat over here is essential yeah. And oh, gosh, lads, the security anyway anyway uh, let, let's not
2: go let, let's keep going on this you have a long yeah, time just, <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: let, let's sum it up gp come on S- sum it up. hold on hold on let I me just had, uh, say to people that i got complained at last week for
4: cutting gb up do you see why i have to do it do you see why but <laughs> well, this is a good story this is a good story i yeah, had man. security come over and he just was about to put his hand on my shoulder and I (gasps) I looked at Did he have have two long arms? He fucking was right up and it wasn't wearing a fucking mask either, my no boy. <gasps> but I just I'm not a violent boy lad at all. Like you all know me. I'm a fun loving fella, but I turned to him, I looked, I went, You put your fucking hand on me. I said it'll be the last thing you do. I said, Sonny boy, I said you will fucking eat eat that fucking curb if you piss me off. <laughs> I turned and walked out <laughs> the door. Oh my gosh.
2: Says the Irishman oh. with, with the garbage bag on his chin. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, really. lads, <laughs> it was just so
4: funny. I, I have searched and searched. Thankfully, I don't think it was caught on video. <laughs>
1: well, you'll be finding out in a couple Yo, of days. GB, oh, of let me have a
2: look, mate. Let me have a look. I'll find oh, it. I'll, so, I'll yeah, it.
0: it's out there somewhere. I will find it. It will be on next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. So I had but a very long eventful G. few
2: days right. We'll have it up on the channel shortly Yeah man, let's uh, go
0: uh, for the news and events yeah. Before GB goes off on another one Here Yes go. <laughs> Thanks for joining us everybody This is your weekly, weekly news On High on Home growth. Yeah, that was a nice professional intro, right? I don't that that no, well, yeah. It's good for somebody who's been smoking <laughs> a weed all day, right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, but there, was a, there was a couple of clicks and a clank at the beginning. I was moving around. Oh, I'm sorry. If you want to produce it professional, shit, <laughs> you want to do like.
0: Was that a squeaky you know regulation Regulations for everybody oh, else. God. At least it did Are you really myself. all giving me shit uh, with my own lines? <laughs> <laughs> Is this how it feels? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now you know. So, news. News and events. We're we'll saying, uh, "Who wants to go first? Uh, Zia, do
3: you want to hear that? Oh, yeah, I, I can go first on this one because I've only got a little bit. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this honestly, this really made me laugh, and it's it's kind of not weed related, but it kind of is because one of the what's it's one of the one of the pointers is weed related, and apparently, because of all these uh, regulations and stuff, and the the majority of kids being uh, homeschooled and stuff so like a lot of classes do zoom meetings mm. so the teachers <laughs> teachers teachers have kind of uh, got to see the, the kids home life so you've got when parents are coming to the screen to check like how the kids are doing and stuff they're coming either semi-clothed not clothed with big dirty spliffs in their hand
0: and hold, the on, teachers hold on hold on Hold on, a cigarette that's shaped like a spliff. Camera doesn't have no sense of smell, man. You can't be sure if that's well, a spliff or not. B- b- oh, this, this is,
2: this is, sh- is true. Cigarette.
3: Yes. This is true. But the, the, the <laughs> teachers are putting two and two together like they do and coming up with, um, it's definitely a big spliff. Wow. So they're, they're seeing a different side of their, their children's lives. One, uh, one mother came out of the shower into a bedroom and walked across her bedroom to get her clothes. And a daughter was sitting on a bed. With the web- webcam and the mum walked past in the background, class full of kids.
4: I <laughs> remember. I, I read something about that. It was biology oh, class. It was
3: all right. Yeah. So problem? made me laugh. Oh. Oh, and yeah. the poor kid. Yeah. The poor kid, yeah. <laughs> poor kid? yeah a nightmare for the rest <laughs> of their life. Especially of their mate.
0: What you been watching on TV this week? Your mum. And <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> hey man, how's your mum? Oh. <laughs> you know...
3: <laughs> It just made me laugh. Yeah, man. I mean, you, you got to be careful. UK cannabis restrictions and shit are about the same. Although, uh, I think CannaCard uh, came out
0: this week, didn't it? Uh, this week. No, it starts on the 1st of November. It's out.
3: Oh, is it the 1st? All yeah. oh, right, okay. I'm a, week, I'm a week premature on that one. I'm sorry, Carly. We're going to go um, one of
0: what's happening on the 1st of November at the end of the yeah, news. Cool. Stay tuned, everybody. we got some big we news did. coming. Absolutely. Monkey, you want to go next?
2: Sure, I'll go next. Well, as everybody knows, I've been talking about many things to do with the U.S. election that's coming up. We're only a week, a little bit over a week out, and a pretty big decision for the world is going to be made and what's happening in America. And something happened over here in the news that that's kind of proves a little bit something that, that we've been talking about. Uh, President Trump's re-election campaign recently issued a cease and desist order against a Mississippi medical marijuana campaign claiming that unauthorized and misleading representation of the president's position was presented on one of its mailers. Basically what this basically means is uh, what happened, this Michael Glasner, the COO for for Donald Trump's president reelection campaign, issued a letter to the campaign saying that uh, they, that President Trump does not support this p- specific initiative that's on the Mississippi ballot. But the, 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 how can I put it? The complacency that, that Do- Donald Trump wants to put on this is the fact that he's many times on camera said that he supports legalization of medical marijuana. And that's the only quote that these people were putting on their pamphlets and sending out is that uh, that the president does support legalization of mer- medical marijuana joined the president with uh, with 90% of other Mississippians and uh, legalized medical marijuana from Mississippi. And so Donald Trump says, well, you can't put that on there. And I've been saying it all along that while the president has been saying that he'll legalize mar- medical marijuana, he's, he's made it very clear that he didn't wow. want anything, anything to do with it. And yeah. he just basically proved it by putting the cease and desist order out there to us. No, but anyway, no, I thought this was really interesting in the fact that uh, these people only basically said that, while when be like President Trump supports medical marijuana, please vote for the initiative. So anyway, uh, it kind of proves my point. And we've got basically a week before we have to vote out there. So all these stoners out here who make uh, a point of listening to this in the U.S., and if you can vote, remember, this is the position of our sitting president. I'm not going to say any more than that. But next week, we might say a little bit more about that.
0: Yes. On the 1st of November. Again, oh, yeah. I think we'll talk we'll about, talk that, about that shortly. Yeah. But anyway, that's it, TG. you got some news <laughs> for us too, right?
1: I just want to give kind of an, an update, I guess, to the uh, the Dynafem Humboldt Seeds uh, situation that, um, I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast, I've mentioned it a couple of times, where Humboldt Seed organization and Dynafem and another company called Moda, Moda Spain, another seed company, I guess, have been shut down indefinitely. And I guess it was according to this uh, this uh, news article on uh, cannabis-mag.com. I'll uh, throw up the link here in the uh, in the chat. But um, yeah, basically it was the Spanish medicines agency that mandated the Guardia Civil, which is one of the national police forces in Spain, to carry out um, Operation Inter- Inter- Inxertoro, Toro, they call it, um, and Dynafem Moda Humboldt Seed. Or, uh, organization where the brand's affected um, under the, the umbrella brand pot Systech, I guess there's a just a big corporation that and handles them all um, kind of I guess the sector overall was kind of puzzled at, at why this happened because seeds are excluded in uh in the 19 I forget what it is the 1961 uh, UN condition that um, seeds aren't the same as uh, as narcotics I guess so that's why we it has the loop, or uh, the spanish companies have that loophole and other companies around the world but yeah it was called operation Inkser toro there was 14 people arrested 17 home and industrial premises were searched 20 million seeds 2100 seedlings seized what? they were accused of crimes uh, of public health criminal organization money laundering and electricity fraud and due to the closure sake. of the labs yeah the research product project that they're working with at the U of Basque is also suspended um, so yeah I mean we knew it was pretty serious but um, they don't really say like too much about uh, we're very optimistic about how things are going they just state like this is this is where we're at and those are some serious allegations so
0: yeah they are serious man uh, yeah that sucks but I don't know man I hope might uh, be the end for those because you know hefty
1: fines will be coming with them yeah. yeah, and, and then... the has said this too. Sure, the article goes on to say like they've been paying their taxes legally over the last 17 years, right. um, or 21 years, I guess, they've been in business. They've made over $2 million in tax pay- tax payments in the one year. The rest of the cannabis community, especially their seed banks in Spain, have kind of banded together and there's a solidarity movement. Yeah. It just goes and... to show how careful you have
0: to be, because you yeah. say there was a electricity fraud or something going on in there, so somebody was stealing yeah. electricity, it might just been a case of one of their growers was being a dickhead and stealing electricity, and that's fucked up the whole company, you know, yeah, they'll, yeah, right. they'll, they'll use anything to fuck you over, you have to be yeah. so clean all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bad man, times. Yeah. Let's see what happens next week. Let's see if we get any news next week. GP, what was that? And do you have news?
4: I do have news. I (laughs) apart from dropping my fucking vape. um, Hang on. Yes, I have. I, I do. But I have other news. It is the European Parliament has voted in favor of increasing the authorized THC level for industrial hemp. Yeah. Now they have increased it. The Hold what? your breath Power from 0.2%. 0.3 percent. Oh, they're up
2: with
0: <laughs> oh. the US now, but, but that's, are... that's part of that classification of hemp, though, right? Any like a that's cannabis plant with yeah. less than two percent THC, or is it it's just a small amount of THC? I
4: think it's just a small amount of THC. Yeah. THC. Yeah. They're allowed, they're it used to be just 0.2 percent, and it wasn't a level playing field to be in the medicinal range, as far as I know, with the Americans and stuff, isn't it?
2: I think we're. 0.03. I think we're. About yeah, to yeah. 0.9. So
4: it puts it basically it puts them on a level playing field, and yeah, it supposedly it. is a very small step forward for us here. Uh,
0: a very uh, look a, a zero point uh, zero one percentage like, step
4: forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking like an ant would have a bigger. Yeah, but
2: that's a full one third forward, man. That well, it gave him it gave him fifty percent more just by doing that. I
1: guess apparently proportionally THC as THC increases so does CBD so that is important I guess so that little that 1% or 0.1% THC might translate into a, a fair amount of, of CBD obviously that's what they're they're growing the hemp for right so right right yeah so I was going on GB what was that
4: and um, that was pretty much it that was my news for um no, that's good though here yeah. yeah, man,
0: yes. it's progress. That's all we ask for, you know. As long as we keep making progress and we don't go backwards, we'll get there
2: eventually. One step forward. We
4: will. It is a small step, but as I said, it yeah. is it is a bit of a step. It's a, it's a good step for us here in Ireland, and um, because yeah. it is what the the farmers have been calling for, mm-hmm. and it means then that it's they're they're really shouting for it to be push to be grown here once we can grow industrial hemp um, when we can grow proper medicinal cannabis. And it's, it's just, it's, it's opening the doors to us. It took, well, California, fucking five years or something or six years, wasn't it, Monkey? Mm-hmm. To get it completely. I reckon we can do the same here.
2: I forget exactly how long it was. California was a little with a long process. Uh, Colorado went faster when, when they went from medical to rec, rec but it takes a long. does take some time. I mean,
4: it does take time. It's going to take us. I reckon we, we should have it. I'd say we'll have definitely have the proper medicinal. If the can of card goes yeah. well and good, we will definitely have it here within the year. Well, um, we'll just you know, see how recreational goes then.
2: As long as they can can show, I mean, the AVICs can show that there's really no harm to this, it, it will move forward. But, you know, it's just getting that stigma erased. It's been, everybody's been told how evil this stuff was for so long. And I know we don't. For agree, so long. But it's, erasing that is just, you can't just, it's not like a blackboard. You can't wipe it clean. No. Um,
0: Right now news next week we're going to have a special guest who's going to come and join the panel and just chat shit with us for a couple of hours maybe about the election and definitely about the simulation tommy <laughs> chong tommy, tommy chong himself but will be joining clouds. us next week Live has returned high on homegrown tommy yeah, chong <laughs> believe it people. he said he said he had such a good time last time that he'll be more than happy to come and join us again
2: so that's fucking sweet, right? Man. The man's great. Now I have to have to warn. Yeah. If you're if sensitive politically, you may want to be uh be a little sense desensitized.
1: Yeah. The man will speak
0: his mind. Mm-hmm. So cover up, up your questions, man.
1: Grind up your weed or start grinding now because you're gonna need a <laughs> yeah, fucking We need a right need a <laughs> need
2: a um... chong, uh, <laughs> here, man.
4: I'll mm. uh, be on the Chung.
2: <laughs> like, uh, and With, um, also, um, the rock paper man.
0: scissors tournament <laughs> has started over on Percy's. So, if you got the skills and you think you can win this shit, go and check out the prizes and see if you can uh, get involved. Just simple rock paper scissors tournament. Whoever gets to the top wins. There's eight prizes to give away as well. There's shit loads to give away. Yeah. So check it out over at Percy's Loads
1: of merch. That's funny. Yeah. Cody is here, but he's on silent, so he didn't probably hear that. Uh, that yeah, uh... he did. <laughs> you know. Oh well. Uh, he'll see it or yeah. hear it. Or... <laughs> I think he's, he probably feel it. Maybe he'll just feel it. <laughs> In his lungs, you know. So
0: what was that? I need to be on that. I need to try and get in there. <laughs> <laughs> A sense of disturbance in the forest. Like yeah. also. Right, so there we go. That's the news this week. That's just
2: about everything. And I guess else, we can anybody? type it in the chat for Chody. Cody. Cody to let him know. But no,
0: no, leave him in suspense. Everybody, don't tell Cody. Don't tell Cody. Right, and for the rest of the week, he's going to be asking, and we won't tell him. <laughs> <That's tonight. laughs> Savages, yes.
2: Well, he'll nice. hear it when he listens to, to the recording, but it'll take him at least a Wednesday to get there. Maybe I'll take it out of the recording. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, live uh, live, exclusive. Eh?
0: Sweet. Really. There you go. Right, so uh, there we go, man. Famous stoners. Let's do it. <laughs> oh. There you go. You can choke now, GB. There you go. Thank <laughs> <laughs> oh. you.
2: Choking. What are you saying, man?
4: Oh, Sorry. Uh,
0: uh, I just hit a dab just... at the wrong time. I thought you was going to talk about lose a bit longer. But...
4: Yeah, I thought you were to be quite honest, but that burning the fucking throat, man. Oh. Anywho, um, famous donor this week is one of the founding fathers. It is George Washington. Now, take this with a grain of salt, because that's what I'm doing, and... Um, it has never been a hundred percent verified, oh. but we will just use it as viewer discretion, as such, and we will have a, a kind of decision and see if he, if we think he was a stoner by the end of it or not. we well, you so,
2: say it can't uh, be. Fucking uh, really historians,
4: anyway. That. Yeah. Um, so, where am I? Yes, we will start with just a bit of brief about the man. Um, he was born in 1732, and he was a, quite, a, quite a wealthy landowner family. Um, George, so George had a very comfortable upbringing, you could say. Um, he also served the King of England as a lieutenant colonel during the French and Indian Wars. Nice yeah which i didn't know and the reason why and um, one of the main reasons why he got the hump with the english was because he was fucking he was um looked over for a promotion to another english officer who was of higher rank because <laughs> he was only in the militia so yeah he kind of had a fucking he got a bit of a hump with the english over that and he kind of left the service of them, but he did still stay and worked for the governor at the time, or the governor I like general. It. Yeah, I like it. it's like fuck you, then. Yeah, you want to yeah.
0: see? Want to see what I'm gonna do? Then <laughs> exactly. he goes up and makes
4: America. <laughs> Damn. You know? And it was during the times then that he kind of started rubbing shoulders with the likes of James Monroe and fucking Benjamin Harrison and the likes of them. And then he he encouraged the big protests after the acts. Um, that were forced on them by Westminster, such as the Act of Proclamation, the Stamp Act. They, following the Boston Tea Party, they formed the Congress, which then went on to Washington becoming the first um, commander-in-chief of the Continental Army. And eventually, after a shitload of battles and shit and a big war, which was the War of Independence. We're not going to go too much into it. There's too much. He, <laughs> well done, became, well done. Yeah. <laughs> he became the president of the United States. Um, I didn't realize he, he was a serious businessman. Before George was the president, he was a huge plantation owner. Um, he was the wealthiest man in Virginia just before um, the American War. Of independence. He had be between buying up land and inheriting land and fucking getting land off as Mrs. Marta. He was fucking wealthy. This is why he grew hemp. He grew hemp because it was a cash crop lads. He grew because it was being, it was used to make rope. It was used to make sails. Who did he sell it to? He sold it to the fucking British. (laughs) He sold it to the British Navy. Yeah, and he grew hemp
2: and sold the hemp back to them.
4: And sold it back to them. And even after the war, he still continued to sell hemp to the British because it was so fucking required. It was like when they when they talk about an essential,
5: yeah. it
4: was essential. It was yeah, you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was for sales. It was for rope. It was for fucking. Ever, for just on the sea, yeah. it is like it's so much more durable than fucking what was cotton and stuff that they would have made it of at the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, or fucking twine, Jude. that type stuff. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, he was a shrew business man, as I said. Um, he has he has been known to use. Um, cannabis for treating his teeth. He suffered badly with his teeth, although he did brush his teeth daily with tooth, tooth, with tooth powder and stuff. He had like not a tooth left in his head by the time he was twenty-seven. Um, so yeah, so we can take it or leave it that he may have been a stutter. He may not have. He had the 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 the, 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 the female plants grown separately, which nobody I else be doing. Really but back by then. the sound of that, yeah,
0: think, yeah, if. Yeah. If you're taking the seeds out of the plant, then you're yeah. smoking it. Now, well,
4: I well, personally well, think it is. So, so to finish it off, do you reckon George was sitting on the side, of the, on the fucking balcony, shouting into Marta? Hey, Marta, get me my pap. My back's hurting. <laughs> while he's sitting watching out <laughs> over the lawns. I personally think George Washington oh, was a stoner. He was a rebel. He was a president. Right. He was a cultivator. All right
0: then right, you saying onto the panel, I'm going
4: to say yes GB I yes. think
0: he was yeah whatever I'm going to
3: say yes definitely TG? because I would have done in his, mm. his situation what are you saying George
1: Washington stoner no I don't know no? because I've, I've read a lot of shit on the internet about that those presidential theories and a lot of it just comes back to myth and I I don't know I'd like to see some I don't know. Okay. okay, what do you think man?
2: Well, I actually thought this was just for fun <laughs> and that this TG is good, making it serious but yeah, I was gonna say what the hell, yeah, he's a stone, and why not?
0: You're outvoted TG. <laughs> mm-hmm. You heard it oh, really here <laughs> <you laughs> <laughs> <you laughs> <laughs> 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 But it was
3: no longer, you
4: know, It was he grew tobacco, he grew wheat, he grew hemp, he right. grew it's fucking everything, like, yeah, you know. So
2: tobacco, we know this. So what, what's what's the preventing him from putting a little hemp in a pipe now and then? Exactly.
4: So yay, <laughs> that is your favorite soda, guys. George <laughs> Frenchman. Frenchman. No, so wait a minute.
0: how many no, tangents terrible. was that? It wasn't so bad. You did well there, GB. What
4: I thought I'd done well that week. It was just it was all good. taking the
0: piss out of you. So I, well, <laughs> I know. Horrible
4: I know. people it's you good. are. Horrible it's people. These are hard, hard people. <laughs> you know? <bro>. I, I am <laughs> going to go have my own show you soon. <laughs> 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 He's going solo. <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody's no, I'll got to come a back. Yoko I'll, I'll come back. Breaking the bag. Oh my <laughs> Here God. Here we go,
0: lads. To the Grow Guides. So uh, this sort of ties in with our uh, interview we had. with Well, I say interview, but you know how our interviews go. They're more like stoner conversations. But this That's is probably. to go with the stoner conversation we had with uh, Swami later on. He grows like real organic and he's, he's so strict of it. There's like a uh. spiritual connection between him and the plant. Everything's closed loop
2: with him, man. He don't want anything on or off the property. Everything is closed loop. If he can source it there, that's what he does. Yeah, so I thought we'd try and discuss
0: the importance of uh, just growing sustainably or trying to reduce your carbon footprint as much as possible. To Just try and reduce any environmental damage that we might be doing as growers, which we might be unaware of, you know? I'm a salt-based grower. I use salt-based nutrients in cocoa. So the shit I use isn't very environmentally friendly. It's going to have an effect when it hits the water treatment plant and gets into uh, local water and things like that, helps algae grow better.
1: They grow so, lots uh, of uh, cool. coconuts in Britain, do they?
0: Exactly, yeah, that's another <laughs> point. You know, how far how how do they get that cocoa here? It's got to come on ships. They don't and grow coconut trucks. In huh. I don't know. Not <laughs>
4: even, self- even coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> you on fucking drones.
2: And that's you. it. Well, absolutely. <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? <laughs>
3: Dandy loins and thistles grow everything well
2: and happens. nettles. Yeah. Yeah, when we start looking at carbon footprint, we do have to actually look at the source of everything we put in. And and cocoa is one of those things. Yeah. Even down in the South US, we don't have coconut trees here. It has to be shipped in from the tropics.
1: And the, not only that, but even if you guys did, I bet you Floridian or you know, wherever it is coming from uh down in the, the tropics in the United States down there. Um there's there's palm trees in Florida, I think, right?
2: Uh, there are some but you know to, to get to the palm plantation you, you have to get into the caribbean and where they have you know, yeah right places and that's
1: them. the thing it's the same reason we buy uh you know all our stuff from other countries because while we do grow it here it's cheaper somewhere else so even though you mm-hmm. know it's all about economics and stuff like that at doesn't yes um, but is and, yeah i mean economics
2: always a better thing to do for the planet and that's that's kind of what we're talking about that sometimes
1: that's that's right and organic you know we a lot of people get hung up on on making sure that their stuff is organic in this in the sense that it's coming like it's coming from a like a living source rather than a mind source or something I mean just to break it down ultra ultra basically but when you really should or how you really should break it down is is yes that's that part of it is important you know don't be like um like getting it from a source where it has to be processed and processed even if it is local but the the boat issue you know like bat guano a lot of people love using bat guano I always go on about bat guano because bat guano is mined like I've been to the caves where they mine the bat guano in the Philippines and it's it's horrible I don't care how organic it is Um, it only comes from like caves in in uh, South America like the seabird guano as well as in in Southeast Asia so mm. if you're buying that stuff in anywhere in the northern hemisphere, it's on a boat. So there's a big, yeah. huge diesel it's burnt, boat. It's waiting fuel to get here. <laughs> yeah. More than not that. only that, yeah. but it's ruining the fucking habitat of all these birds and shit. And not only that, the people mining this shit are it's like sick. I don't know if you guys have ever smelled bat shit or seabird shit and <laughs> yeah. I've been in but it's fucking rank, sick. man. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's terrible, right? No, yeah. but you're
2: exactly right about that. And that's, that's a perfect example about an organic input that's probably not great for the planet.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and so, that's, like, those are the kind of things we need to watch out for if we're going to be sustainable. And, this is it.
0: and it's, so, it's so easy to overlook that shit, you know, like uh, getting salt-based nutrients and it's coming in the bottle, which is already full of water. And how far has that been shipped, you know, and that's salt-based nutrients when you're buying the organic products, like buying living soil, for example, it might be made in a certain location, but you've had it shipped to you. So, you know, how, how much impact are you having on, on the environment like that?
1: That's right. So, Crazy
0: I mean, shit. It's stuff that I didn't even think about until we spoke with Swami. Like, oh right. fuck
1: yeah. It's and and
0: stuff like else that? it brings up was uh, a, a massive one was the, um, the fact that when you're taking that back one or you're taking it out of the local ecosystem, So what what other knock-on effects does that have in that local area when there isn't as much batshit around when they need it for the local ecosystem?
4: But then you look at the other side of the coin is... In places where the guano and stuff does be harvested, employment does be quite low in those areas. Mm-hmm. So if we stop buying the guano, well, we're going to be putting a lot of people into poverty because that is what they do. It's what their parents have done. It's what they're. It's what mm-hmm. they've done for generations. So you're destroying whole environments yeah. yeah. while they're destroying the ecosystems. So it's a really fucking hard point to balance. Sure.
1: There is that is kind of a. Um... A privileged point of view that we do have yeah to say just to not mine because like I agree there are some local economic inputs but we need to probably do it in a more sustainable way Um, just as as people the the main consumers of it over here in like just North America for example where it's kind of out of sight out our mind we need to make sure that just like like take chocolate for example there's like like a lot of push for sustainable cocoa growing and stuff now because cocoa is is being the cocoa grows are being destroyed by climate change, and it's it's kind of a really sketchy industry to begin with. So um, there's a lot of push for people to be, you know, uh, tracing where their cocoa is actually coming from in order to make sure that the people um, farming it in the first place are, are being treated properly. And- Sounds like a tangent to me, bro. Well, I mean, you could say the same for uh, for your ingredients, for your uh, your soil, right? Whether it's bone meal or blood meal or what have you, you know, blood meal and bone meal, for example, those con- or those come from uh, at least the cheaper versions come from the the um, factory farming industry, right? So, yes. kind of by buying that, I mean, yes, you are using a byproduct of that, so it's better that you use it than going to the landfill. But at the same time, you kind of are supporting that too, so. I always stress local. Buy local, find the like, yourself if you can. This is the then...
0: thing, right? This is what I have because I, I'd love to do living soil and I want to make that fucking step because, you know, it's sustainable and I haven't yeah, tried it yeah. before. The bud's going to be so much better. I just know it. But uh-huh. it's sourcing them ingredients and especially sourcing them locally. I mean, where the fuck did you get blood meal from if you're getting it yourself? Did you did you just kill an animal and wait for the blood to dry? or What What the fuck, man?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you, you can go to farm, like smaller scale slaughterhouses, not the giant fucking cargos right. or, or what have you. Um, yeah, and just so you can go there and see kind of the process, just like the farm to table approach uh, in, in food production or even in weed production here. You know, that's why the micros are getting so popular here because people mm. can right. actually go and see their weed being produced rather than like, it's behind 50 different middlemen and by the time it gets to you, you like you never know you don't even you can't know how it was produced right that's mm. um yeah. yeah so like but yeah like find what's locally available to you you don't necessarily have to use any specific input but um, yeah, like yeah. like there's lots of different inputs depending on where you are in the world and um, yeah if you can make it yourself that's that's the best way to go I would
0: that's why i, I want to do it man wilco's don't count wooly wilco's would have got it from somewhere off in the far east and then it's shipped here and all that shit and that's what i'm trying to prevent i want to see if i can source completely locally and do a you know build a soil
1: out of completely local ingredients yeah that's what i my super soils like and i i need to update it to like have a bunch of different options for each different um amendment right but um
2: yeah, but we don't That's need to sit here so. and jump completely you know off the deep end here and saying it's all or nothing it's all got to be locally sourced we you know we can encourage oh, no, this people is just what our,
1: this is what i want to do oh yeah, you know, but yeah. I, say, yeah. I mean i'm just talking gross, on the extreme end
2: yeah, you know, the including myself to make you know shade steps you know maybe i can get a little bit smarter with, with what i'm doing and, and reduce of my friend, until i first until ultimately yes getting to that zero carbon footprint, zero, uh, you know, complete closed loop system. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah,
4: basically, well, what I, what I, uh, there's nothing that I can do about trying to lower the carbon footprint of all of the products that are already shipped into the country. Um, and yeah. I find the best thing to do is, to, to try to be green as such is to shop locally, go into a fucking go into your local growth shop. Don't just buy off the likes of Amazon and shit. Mm. I know, I know it's the same kind of processes go through for delivering everything, but with the likes of Amazon, it actually goes through probably about five or six more hands typically than it does when it go, when you're buying from a supplier at home um, and, yeah. The other thing that I try to do, sorry um, for taking over a bit, That's as you always rubbish. say. Um, it's a
2: tangent, man. It's cool. Your grow, your it's grow
4: is always going to cost you so much money in electricity, which is mm-hmm. in turn damaging the environment. So your best thing for me is if you can't do anything about the products that you have to buy. So like if you can't go down the organic route, if it's not possible for you. Try to lower your electricity usage. Go LED. Huge. Um, Insulation. These are a lot of things that might cost a bit of money, and then a lot of stuff will cost you very little money. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: know what? If you want something that actually is true, maximizing your yield is energy efficient. Oh, yeah. yeah. By all means, try and max out your yield, get the most you possibly can for every every kilowatt you burn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I don't know about you and guys and where, where you guys live, but here in Saskatchewan, we like I, I consider myself a pretty quote-unquote green grower in terms of how I grow and my inputs and everything. But like you just said, um, the way we get our power here is burning coal and burning natural gas. Oh, so no. no matter how awesome my LEDs are to power them, I'm still shit note a bunch of like carbon Mm -hmm. dioxide nitrate sulfur dioxide you know all that garbage Mm -hmm. because i have no choice unless i put in some you know solar panels and stuff which is kind of a long-term plan but i mean it's still yeah it's it's that's a lot of work and um not everybody has the ability the room the options and that shit's still really expensive so i mean i i speak from a soapbox (laughs) and that's kind of like i'm just saying all that stuff about Buying locally and doing all that stuff—that's like do as much as you can. Like that's that's yeah. really what I meant. Um, that's all you can <laughs> do. Just do as much. Yeah. Even a little fucking change you something different. You but know? just be aware of everything. You don't have to like that's fucking go green one hundred percent, but just no. understand, right? And but well, it
4: is even even down to the the things of how you get rid of your waste, of your mm-hmm. runoff, and everything. I never done anything until Spartan um, informed us the last time. That it was actually really bad For going down into the table So now I dilute all of mine down Like fucking Three parts water Into one part runoff And then I fuck it Over the fence Into the water Into the (laughs) Hedges, <laughs> oh, so that to do is as much still damages it did
3: before, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just exactly just wasting <laughs> twice as much water. God,
4: GP. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you said, it's, it's watering the plants as well in the process. Yeah, but that's
0: it, you know, the, the plants are getting something out of it and they'll use it up instead of it going into the, the exactly
4: system, because, because it's all going all to be diluted down. So, we'll I, both that both is the in system. my yeah, eyes.
0: You know, but electricity usage is a good point, and that insulation as well. You know, using mm. insulation to try and
4: so that's you how don't how have I've to use
0: meters and coolers and things like that if you can insulate. Mm. That's a good idea. Absolutely. I
4: have taken my grow from like fucking three and a half thousand watts an hour to down, and it runs less than fucking seven hundred eighty nine point sorry, point seven hundred eighty nine kilowatts an hour. Yep. That's just by insulation, by fucking changing my lights, by adding different type of heat opposed to the other source that I was using. Drop my fucking thing down drastically. My ESB bill is fucking you wouldn't even recognize it now. Excellent. Yeah, it's it's and I personally feel I'm doing my bit now first. I yeah, and it's and and everything there so.
0: Also, in the UK you now, you can uh, you can find energy suppliers who only use renewable energy from wind farms and and things right. like that. That's so stuff you know day, yeah. they, they are more expensive. But, so you, you do pay more for it. But if you want to go that far, you know, to make sure that you're only using uh, renewable energy, then you can go with one of their providers too. Mm-hmm. you know it depends how far you want to take it personally you know, nobody's going to tell you you have to do it this way you have to do no, it that no, way no. it's whatever what, it's whatever you can do best yeah. you know just do your thing and just try and reduce it, the impact as you go
2: along and i've said yeah. it many times before and i'll say it again one of my closed loop steps is rainwater i take no no water out of the system it comes straight from the sky and that's what i use and so mm-hmm. it's a minimal impact on my environment yeah do what you can man and
1: like everybody's grow environment is going to be different so what works for me is maybe not work for you and correct like yeah like i live in an agricultural hub right so it's pretty easy for me to find manures and and things like this that are locally produced but somewhere on like some island in the middle of you know the i don't know what sea england's in damn it three different ones (laughs) the The atlantic Atlantic. (laughs) oh yeah well i thought they're yeah north sea whatever the england you know there's there's places in the world that aren't as easy to get stuff so do what you can and uh but be aware of, of where you know your stuff does come from and and if there is a, a way to to do it better and if it's in your ability too you know because yeah that's it man we're, we're not here to preach right? and tell you yeah. you're
0: killing planet earth you know yeah. that's not what we we just bring it to your attention because there's loads of things like we that I wasn't thinking of anyway, that, that I could uh-huh. be doing to reduce my carbon footprint, but I was completely ignored. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just bringing it to your attention can make a difference, you know, just like getting an LED light instead of running the HPS or you know, going organic instead of using salt base and locally sourcing new ingredients, going to the shop to get the shit instead of having it shipped in from another country. Well, well just these little things can make a difference.
4: If we if we look at the other side of the coin as well, it would be fucking better for the environment if we were able to grow naturally if we were able to grow outdoors without having the fucking fear of the old bill coming on us it would be better if we were able to dispose of our fucking trim if we had to dispose of it and to get rid of like even down to your canna and even your bags your cocoa bags and things and your bottles and all your nutrients you have to either well i don't know about other people but you have to either burn them or fucking hide them in of some way in in your garbage so that like the garbage man doesn't see it and report. I
0: take all I take all my shit to the tip. As far as I'm no. concerned, right. The only thing that is actually illegal is the cannabis plant thing. So if you can put that in your composter, so that gets rid of all that shit, your your leaf and your stems. Put that in the composter and that'll break down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I then all compost. the other stuff can go to the tip. And you know, I dare them to ask me a question. you look like, what? Mm-hmm. It's fucking plant food. What? You know what is yeah. cocoa? We grow plants in it. What? What plants? What business, What fucking Plants? Huh. You know, I don't that answer questions. The- <laughs> <laughs> I that <laughs> Our garbage men are not
2: that nosy around here. They just throw in you know? the truck and go. So. Oh yeah. What's
0: that? Sorry, mate. I don't answer here. questions. What do you mean you don't answer yeah. questions, mate?
4: I don't answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. But still, you see, that's if you that's if you take the time. I don't have time to go to the dump. No. Mm. I, that's I,
0: it. There's it's closer for me. Uh, <laughs> No. And it is like, is, like i yeah. say
1: in legal canada here i can just like i have a giant pile of shit in my backyard and all my weed leaves go into my compost pile like just like that it usually stinks for about three or four days like skunk out there because it's like mm-hmm. you know i don't give a fuck because i don't have to but not yeah. everybody can do that too right And so that's a really you know important point to consider like don't uh Put yourself at risk or something just because yeah. you're like, I feel fucking bad. Because and that's it. Just
0: do what you can do. Just yeah. do what you can do. Even the littlest thing can make a difference. Yeah, worm boxes.
3: Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, anything, man. One goes in my council recycling yeah. bins because what? That's what I pay the fucking council for.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's dissimulation. Yeah. So what yeah. the fuck do you care? <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> I'm going to fucking delete that comment. Uh, the- uh, now you've baffled me a little bit. I'm going to come up with an answer for that, mate. All right, I will get there, but I'm concentrating on the live show right now. We'll speak about this in the forum. I right. <laughs> lost freaking-
4: oh, it's a- What question are we talking about? Oh, I was just um, um, sustainable growing. I think that's just about it, really. Anything else oh. to cover there? No, yeah. I think that's kind of everything when it comes to sustainable. I am interested in this um, the SIP containers. I think it is a way I'm going to go down mm. the route of doing it. Um, it looks, it looks so much easier to fucking have to deal with. I just the point, though. Go. I mean,
1: it's like a uh, every action there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? Like Newton's uh, mm. was it first law or second law? I can't remember, but I yeah, it's mean, one of his laws. Whatever, which whatever you do, understand that it does come from somewhere, and it has, you know, impact in that that environment. So uh, try and find the least, uh, least, in, in impactful possible. I would say. Yeah. yeah. But, but don't overall. be such a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> right. <No. laughs> Wait
4: a minute. We we see that's wrong. why I don't compost. I don't. It's just too much fucking effort.
2: You uh, just post- post- it it really a just of stuff in a bin, not that much effort, man. <laughs> well, it's not. You <laughs> see, because a pile like, and just turn it every now and then.
4: You don't, you don't put meat into compost, True. Don't worry about well,
2: it. That to the dog. You can use bokashi, man. Hey, yeah, it, but
4: look, like, we, I don't yeah. eat fucking. We don't have oh, no, vegetables exactly and shit.
1: Like, I guess right. yours would just right, be a meat man. compost.
2: Mm. <laughs> he only oh, eats man. meat, and it's right. Yeah, just meat.
0: I'm just gonna plant this seed <laughs> in this dead cow
4: exactly <laughs> <laughs> this meat <Yeah>. compost <laughs> oh hell bessie
2: we sit there with all these guys and you sit there and chat and we talk they're all sitting there talking about a sustainability kind of makes you feel like oh my gosh I better do something yeah 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 that's it it's the last two interviews <laughs> we've had this in load of shit
3: when you don't know do what he's like <laughs>
1: Yeah, no.
2: really? No, I, I only drink
4: category. from 100% recycled. Yeah, true, containers. but
3: it's coke, you drink. <laughs> I, I recycle my drink. It is coke. coke. I, <laughs> I
0: drink straight from the tap, so I don't Uncle use any Pop. container. Uh, I'm environmentally friendly. Yeah, because uh, we can uh, in the UK.
4: <laughs> I know, we can in our. <laughs> anyway, with anyway tap water we should do so a like,
0: uh, strain of the week before we go on to another tangent. Here we go.
2: Pow yeah. Okay, what are you I, saying? Guess, I guess that means it's me, pal. I heard something.
0: Yeah, it used to be ping, now it's pal because we're on like season two. Yeah, season two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why
2: not? Eh? Yeah, got ping. It is. There yeah. uh, I thought about this this week. We talk about a strain <laughs> and that's familiar to many people. It's blueberry. Now, blueberry is a famous hybrid made by DJ Short. This was developed in the 70s and 80s. And I don't know a lot about DJ Short I didn't try to research him too much. He's pretty much described as a mysterious breeder. And uh, people refer to him a little bit like the Willy Wonka of pot. But that kind of gives him a little bit of just, uh, character uh, there, though.
1: Beautiful. But I uh, follow him on Instagram man. DJ Short sweet.
2: Yeah. But anyway, he he, uh, he developed this, this strain. He, he crossed an Indica Afghani, uh, a, sati- a Thai sativa and a purple uh, Thai sativa, and he developed what came out as Blueberry. Now, Blueberry is, uh, is named such because of the smell and, and uh, kind of, I guess, the taste, but that's basically from the smell, of course. But anyway, when it was first developed, it won the High Times Cannabis Cup in uh, 2000 for the best indica strain overall. The effects of Blueberry described as being very happy, very relaxed, a little bit sleepy, a little bit euphoric and somewhat uplifted, and it, the flavors are going to be blueberry and, and vanilla, and it has high medical uses for pain, depression, insomnia, lack of appetite, things like that, you know, typical me- medical stuff like that. It's a nine-week indoor flowering time average that can go anywhere as, of course, you know, from seven to ten, probably longer than that. THC contents run anywhere between 15 and 20 ish percent, somewhere in those zones like that. Uh, CBD is reported anywhere as from 0.2 to two. So I guess it depends upon what cultivar you got. And that's where the other part of this gets. If you wanna grow real blueberry, I'm talking about the original DJ short F5, which is, I mean, that's unheard of. Any seed that's been carried out to F5, that's, that's a line that's been worked. It's hard to find it, but it is still available out there. You can actually grow the original DJ Short F5 Blueberry. But the mm-hmm. seeds are also available from almost every other breeder out there it has got some form of blueberry out there. I mean, it's, it's available in autos. It's available all over the place. I have tried blueberry. I've, I've never grown it. And the stuff that I've smoked really never did it for me. You know how some, sometimes you get a strain and everybody's talking how great it is and you know, you're, you're the only guy in the room that's not stoned? Now that was me. <laughs> so, I mean, I, surely I, uh, I'm, I'm the only one. Come on, guys, tell me this is a good strain. Yeah, blueberry. Well, it's blueberry.
0: Yeah, I love blueberry, but more for the flavor than anything. I don't. I smoke so much fucking weed. I'm sure a lot of you are the same and you just don't get stoned anyway. It's just, you know, mm. I yeah. smoke more for the flavor than anything. A blueberry. Mm-hmm.
2: I find that when I smoked it though, I mean, I got a little bit stoned. It was more of an uplift and a little, but I didn't get that, you know, that slammed in the head, like bam, it's I'm stoned now kind of feeling that I was used to getting. So maybe I've never
1: had DJ shorts version, but I'm a huge, huge fan of, um- of some of the crosses that come out of blueberry. Like I grow a uh, blue dynamite pretty yeah. regularly. Blue moonshine, blue, although blue dynamite, it? I'm not too sure is a blueberry. It has blueberry in there, but not directly. But blue moonshine, yeah. the Dutch Passion worked with DJ Short a while back in the, in the 90s, I think it was. They created um, the blue family, right? There was blueberry mm-hmm. flow, blue moonshine, and blue velvet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, those those three, Flow, Blue Velvet, and Blue Moonshine are some of my favorite smokes of all time. But I've only, I have some Blue Moonshine seeds, but I don't really know if they're true Blue Moonshine. But uh, true. yeah, the, the crosses are what I really, really, really like from Blueberry. So many good crosses. Blueberry is a cross, right? One of my favorites. I guess.
2: Uh, I've been told that the, the reason for that probably is because DJ Short is so far into that strain now. I mean, that F5, it's been stabilized so much that when you breed it, it always is going to give you that same expression, pretty much, so many times. So it's it's yeah. great for breeders. Love it. They can, they can add it into their into that's, their strains. It's very it's important. Very yeah. stable. Doesn't harm. A lot of good things are said about blueberry in that respect. Mm. Like that.
0: Uh, You but, know, I didn't know it was eighty percent sativa.
2: That's what mm. I read. But I'm you know I'm kind of thinking. I always thought it was the other way. Mm. Maybe I was stoned when I did my research. You think
0: maybe. Possible? maybe eight I'll- to ten weeks is well. That's usually an guitar frame.
2: Yeah, it is. actually, it is. But, I mean, they have some some uh, sativas these days, you know, that have been crossed with the industry to get the flowering time short, but that just doesn't seem right. I guess I do need to do some more research then.
0: Um, maybe it's right. You never know with these fucking – it doesn't even matter. You know, it's the terpene profile that really matters
1: at the end Gosh, of the day. you
2: know, be honest with you, you said a mouthful right there. You know, I used to look at that stuff all the time when I bought seeds, and nowadays I just kind of like – I read more, read the description, or actually, better yet, talk to somebody who's already grown it. Mm-hmm. Is it yeah because again terrible. you know you read you if you read about the uh blueberry the, the effects of blueberry again euphoric relaxing hmm. uh, yeah, okay well yeah it sounds like every other strain out there so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i would say if you know, if you if you can find some smoke it and try it if not ask some people who have grown it see what they, they say about it apparently, apparently
1: philo's bioscience has mapped the blueberry genotype according to seedsman's blog here uh-huh. and what are they do they got Philo's at well I don't know I't I, I don't know how to look at genotypes but, so is this
2: the um, one that they say that they, they, now, they now own that they own they own that now because they mapped it
1: no um no I don't think anybody owns that think like, okay. like, there's a really good panel everybody should watch that has DJ short on it from hempfest in 2018 yeah um, I'll, I think I'll put a link up in the forums in the video section but um, DJ short talks about his blueberry and and how it he just he doesn't necessarily want it to be patented. He just wants people that use it to know where it comes from, essentially. But in the same sense as open source software is used, uh-huh. um, people know who designed it, but then they mess with it themselves and make it their own kind of thing. Yeah. In the yeah. same sense as kind of how he thinks of his blueberry and other strains, more of like, of uh, tools that sh- like shouldn't be patented because, I mean, yeah, when you get to, down to the genotypes and stuff, I guess that, that nails it down that, that specific lion is this specific thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of out of my league when I get into the, the the ins and outs of the genes and the expressions of different phenotypes and all that shit. So
5: okay. it's definitely worth
1: a read. I'll, I'll put some videos and stuff in the in the forums, so you have to come by and see those. <laughs> but.
2: But anyway, I would recommend giving Blueberry a shot. Like I said, it's available from uh, tons and tons of different breeders, all kinds of seed banks. Our uh, Royal Queen Seeds, oh my gosh, Sensible's got a version, Seedsman's got a version, everybody's got a version of Blueberry. And it's available in auto and photo out there. So, you know, there's no reason not to give it a shot. It's supposed to be a very forgiving strain to grow. I've never personally grown it myself, but they say it's a very high yielding, very forgiving strain.
1: So and it tastes very, very nice. nice.
4: I, I have to try it. I've never
2: tried.
1: It really does yeah. taste like blueberries. Like it really does. Yeah, I mean, for
2: smell. You know, one day, you know, got We're going
0: to have to hit Amsterdam or something one day so we can all just go around and we'll, we'll write a list of all the fucking strains we've done for strain in the week and we'll go over there together. We'll try them. And sit down In do comparison, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you know, this
4: fucking COVID is gone. Yeah, yeah.
0: Live, high on homegrown. We test all sure the we
2: have, uh, you Make sure we have transportation <laughs> and chauffeur driven lamos because we're not walking out of
4: the <laughs> car, uh, yeah. And then we could even <laughs> take oh, a trip you know, down to a chauffeur driven bicycles,
0: man. You know? Oh, <laughs> oh, see, oh no, 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 Throwing no. That's you
4: do not bicycle in Amsterdam. These people are fucking weapons on them, no, man. You step out. The last time I was there, man, I was mashed. I stepped out the door of the fucking coffee shop. You know, when you're in that zone and you're like, yeah, I'm stoned, man. And you're fucking really enjoying it. You walk out the door. Bang! Some (laughs) fucking (laughs) shit. On this bike that came from like fucking 1910 and has a handlebars. You
0: know on. Why were all the bikes really shit as well?
3: Yeah, the bikes were all really shit. You know, they keep recycling them out the canal. Oh every G, man, you
4: know? I this I was on my fucking one minute I was there loving life, going yeah this is deadly. I'm fucking next second <laughs> <day laughs> I, I didn't even get it. Ding ding. on the ground,
2: run over with tire marks. Yeah,
4: I didn't even get a Ding ding. I just got bang and I'm on the fucking ground. And the husband is across the road in stitches, fucking laughing. She hit him I mean, as well. He went out. no <laughs> this co- this co- tell
2: me you have it on on film. Come on, tell me, tell me.
0: Man, GB, you should just be on GoPro all the time.
2: Exactly. Body cam.
4: I mean, crib like you know, I suffer really bad with my back in there. Try pan. I was on the ground. I didn't know what was happening. I, oh, man.
0: Uh, now you're making me feel bad um, for laughing.
4: You bastard. I went Come in on. and <laughs> horse, louder. Horse, you. Horse, <laughs> horse, fucking painkillers into me and a shitload of weed. And I was A1 right. the next day.
0: So, no more tangents. Yes, stop. Sorry. <laughs> stop.
4: Stop. <laughs> it's a good time.
0: Here, I'm pressing
2: it. Tangent master. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was that Stride of the Week so here we go yeah that was Stride of the Week just <laughs> yeah. oh yeah oh
2: yeah, oh, straight of the Week oh, I got that
0: no <laughs> <Mary. No>. interview <laughs> interview so this was super cool interview man well, I can't remember somebody recommended us we, to get Swami on the show so we sent off some emails and we got some emails back and we spoke to his wife Nikki who's a super cool person as well man they're both Stoners uh, in the Emble Triangle yeah, man. They grow organic weed, just like original hippies. They are a decade and a years half
1: years. at he's the Emerald
2: bad. Cup. Judging that shit, Holy mm. No idea who these people were. That was it. Was really a cool interview, though. Yeah. You, if if you don't know who they standard.
0: are, you know, you check them no. out on Swami Selects' their YouTube channel. Yeah. It, it, you will know, by the end of cool in the
2: interview. You'll know who he is. He's he's cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it, what did you say seventy seven? I think. Yeah, he's an old dude. Know. A fucking beard it's like Gandalf, big ass. <laughs> swami joints 3.5 wrapped into his yeah. skin
1: he's yeah. done the thing right he went to yeah. india and nepal and stuff back in the 70s he's
4: been there man like
1: he's one of those yeah like <laughs> he's legit yeah. he's, he's and he's fucking awesome he's
4: oh, Jeez. he is a he, proper
1: he
0: water. you said yeah. the prayer for us as well as he's leaving you know he, he did say, really yeah. he blessed yeah. us yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah super cool man i like yeah. this it's part. very enlightening to talk to and, and mm. very you know you know he's he means what he says too he's not just like some like not that there's posers and stuff but he's like he really honestly loves this plant
0: he, and, he, he and, has a know, spiritual like, connection with the plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: it's exactly. really, it's, it really it's crazy to like i remember i told my girlfriend after i was done that interview i'm like man i feel i feel just energized you know like i don't know what it was but it was there's something about him that was very cool
4: i smoke just spliff the way he does and it does it makes you look at it kind of differently the way he describes it. It's just a yeah. savage. Savage. Yeah. Have a good a lot listen, of guys. Should take good some, yeah, some man. Lessons,
0: yeah, So here we go. This is with Swami Chaitanya. You will enjoy it, and we'll see you after the interview. Okay, catch you in a bit. Yeah. Is that one of those Swami joints you've got rolled right there? I'll watch the, uh, the video where you, you put 3.5 into a single piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tempted to try it. <laughs> yeah, do you want uh, to tell us about yourself and what you do? Let the listeners know and everything, introduce yourself.
5: Okay, well, we grow up in Mendocino County, which is right in the middle of the Emerald Triangle. And uh, our, our farm is about 2,600 feet in elevation. We're about 30 miles from the ocean, the Pacific Ocean. So uh, we get some of the cleanest air and cleanest water and uh, cleanest earth anywhere on the planet to grow uh, pure cannabis. And that's really why we grow full sun uh, and long season here. Um, and so it's, uh, it's one crop per, per, uh, per harvest. But uh, yeah, I grew up on the East Coast and uh, you know, then came out here in the summer of love and became a hippie and had a studio on Haight Street and had a a light show with rock and roll shows and so on back in the in the late late 60s and early 70s uh and then i uh worked on a couple of films uh, one film called sunseed we traveled to india and filmed all these different gurus and swamis and yogis and various things like that and that obviously had a big effect on me and I then went on my own trip to India over the years and spent uh, many years up in the mountains of the Himalayas meditating three, four times a day and reading sacred scriptures and hanging out with various Babas and smoking a lot of chilums and so on. Uh, Spent a good bit of 12 years in India traveling around and in the process of all my travels, I've lived in Europe, I've lived in South America uh, and in India and Thailand and so on Nepal I've smoked a lot of different kind of weed, a lot of different flower, a lot of different hashish and so on. Uh, And uh, Mm -hmm. so it's uh, kind of guided my whole uh, experiment here. And uh, then uh, for many years, Nikki and I have been the chief judges for the flowers in the Emerald Cup starting back in 2003. So in the process of, of judging for the Emerald Cup, We've sampled probably a couple thousand different uh, cultivars over the years, uh, and uh, had the privilege of, uh, you know, selecting the winners uh, and uh, also presenting them at the cup. So that's been quite an adventure. One of the things I'm working on now, uh, which is, I uh, ultimately I feel also has worldwide significance, is. We've got a project here. We've been working and working with the state government to create uh, regulations for appellations. You know, like for French wine, they have appellation for Bordeaux and Burgundy and Champagne and stuff like that. And we've created a system for appellations uh, for cannabis, uh, starting out here in Mendocino County and then uh, going into Humboldt. And now we've got uh, what we call the legacy growing regions of California. I guess there's about eight of them. And we banded together what we call the Origins Council. And that is uh, working with the government to create uh, the rules and laws and regulations to have an appellation for cannabis. And the whole point of that is to, is to p- take care of the small farmer, the legacy farmer, and particularly up here, the people who grow in the ground uh, in full sun uh, and don't have any uh, you know, shelter or anything like that. So it's kind of le- keeping the, uh, the most ancient way of growing cannabis alive. And we feel that it actually produces, first of all, the purest, but in many ways, even though it might not be the strongest in the THC levels, it's the best cannabis because it has the greatest profile of terpenes and flavonoids and all these other 500 compounds that cannabis can produce. So uh, we feel Mm -hmm. that uh, growing in the full sun for the long season is really the way to produce the best full spectrum cannabis. Uh, that smokes the smoothest and gives you the the most uh, health benefits throughout the whole spectrum of all the different Cannabinoids and terpenes and so on.
0: Yeah And it's the, it's the most natural process the way nature intends. Right.
5: The other part is that they well, We're they're part of a movement up here in in uh, Northern California and up in Oregon, Canada, Washington uh, of growing uh, with regenerative agriculture methods and those are methods that uh, have uh, been pioneered by various other people in, uh, before us, but the, the, the really craft cannabis movement has embraced it totally. So the concept is to source as much of your nutrient material for your cannabis, either from your own ranch, on farm or hyper locally. And uh, so for example, our neighbor up the hill, about you know half a mile away, has a pack of alpacas. And so we get his alpaca manure for our plants. And uh, we use wood chips and leaves and all sorts of other things. And uh, we take the cannabis stalks and wood chip those and put them back in. So the idea is to have closed loops that, uh, you know, for example, we have a wood burning stove. So we take the ashes and charcoal and that goes back into the garden. We have a compost pile and that, you know, gets, you know, the cannabis leaf and also all our vegetable scraps and so on. And that likewise goes into the cannabis garden. And so we're trying to avoid as much as possible those powdered nutrients. We've always used organic uh, or natural minerals, uh, but we're going beyond that into the regenerative method. And we feel that that again is uh, back to the oldest way of of growing. And it's also Mm -hmm. uh, cutting edge in the modern world as well. And uh, so it's about uh, preserving the soil and making the soil actually more fertile as you use it.
0: Especially nowadays, because we're running out of topsoil apparently.
5: Well that's the problem is that uh, back in about 1890, German scientists figured out that plants need nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium to grow. So they started making all those uh, chemicals out of uh, petroleum products and urea and so on. And uh, what happens is they deliver those chemicals in the form of salts which then leave a residue and eventually they actually kill what's living in the soil and replace it with what's chemical. And so eventually the soil deteriorates and becomes unfertile, which is kind of a curious, curious thing. So the regenerative movement is exactly that, regenerate the soil by adding natural ingredients and keeping the soil and working to make it more fertile as you go along rather than throwing it out and getting new soil all the time. So there are a lot of principles yeah. there that we work with uh, that, are, that we call it the law of return, that in nature, you know, when you have a forest, nobody's fertilizing the forest, no one's tilling the soil, and uh, no one's actually mm-hmm. even watering it, you know? So somehow the forest survives by living in its own return, right? Everything that drops from the trees goes into the soil and eventually becomes soil and nutrients and the tree back. So it's a, a cycle, a closed cycle. That's the ultimate closed yeah. loop. We're trying to duplicate that as much as we yeah. can with cannabis and so it's actually ends up being a lot cheaper you don't have a lot of you know bottled nutrients off the shelf to take now i understand if you're growing indoors that can be very difficult but i have a friend over in nevada who does grow indoors and he's working with living soil to the best extent he can also so even for indoor people it's something that you can aspire to to work with living soil and and reduce your chemical input
0: uh, temple grower here is a uh, he grows a living soil indoors
5: yeah, well no yep.
1: well, I agree with hundred of hundred and ten percent of everything you said. I have a closed loop where I all my my trim here, as you can see, is gonna go into the compost bin, which will then turn into compost, which will then put back into my soil, the which oil. I compost yeah, yeah. as well. So it's Yeah, it's it's very important to try and and source locally because, like, organic people like to throw that word around, but you know, bat guano from Indonesia is technically organic, but it has to travel three thousand miles to get here. It's mined in a sometimes inhumane kind of way. So there's lots of other right, right. There's
5: there's the carbon footprint I'm getting in the materials, but also uh, harvesting bat guano or even seabird guano disturbs the habitat of the animals that make it. Uh, both in the mating right. season Absolutely. and in and, and the sleeping, the dormant, the hibernating season. And when you consider about, you know, if someone's working, uh, you know, digging up bat shit, what kind of working conditions are those? You know, I mean, the people in the process, mm-hmm. and likewise, yeah. even gathering bat, uh, seabird guano off barren rocks in the Pacific. Uh, it's got to be one of the worst jobs in the world. So, you know, to avoid yeah. those kind of uh, impositions on other people to travel, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it was so absurd. I had someone from New Zealand call me up and say, we can ship you pure, pure water from New Zealand. I say, what are you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: water. It's like, okay. you
5: know, we yeah. don't have a lot of rain here in the summer, but you know, I have a rain catchment pond. That's another kind of closed loop thing, right? That the pond water that yeah, we have, yeah. it's got our, you know, various fish and so on. So the water's full of nutrients, but it's our local water. So and that has to do you know when the more local ingredients you have the more your terpene profile you know is a total expression of of where the cannabis grows so it's really an important movement Uh,
1: about the craft movement um, up here in canada we've had legalization now for two years and initially there was a lot of excitement obviously people wanted to go to the stores but all the all the product available and, and most of the product still available it comes from these giant warehouse grows that i mean you lose a lot obviously and I think you'd agree that you, like talking to your plants and being able to, to see each individual plant essentially is really important in ensuring that quality versus having a, a drone fly over basically to monitor your your uh, your PM right. issues right. but um, nowadays two years later it seems like all the people or well, anyone that's interested in it still at least uh, is gravitating now toward all these craft and the micro grows because like you say we have a couple here in saskatchewan that only sell to certain retailers so people go out of their way now to get that stuff because it is quality they know it's quality they want to support a local guy right um, all that kind of stuff yeah. so i think that's that's super that's important to I, yeah.
5: I i was just reading today that there's a really great surplus of mediocre weed all over canada from these indoor places <laughs> and you know they're stuck they built a gigantic green house, i've seen on my news feeds and they'd have nowhere to sell it. Mm -hmm. it. But the other thing you said, talk to your plants. Uh, I always talk to my plants. But actually, over the years, I've learned, it's just maybe even more important to listen to your plants. And uh, they will tell you uh, what they need. And there's an old, old saying is that the best fertilizer is the farmer's shadow on the plant. And so that the more you are out in that garden, listening to your plants, you'll see that you know, maybe they're all the exact same cultivar. We grow from seeds, but when you grow from seeds, you're going to have phenotypes that are different. And maybe one just doesn't want that much water. And you got to be looking for the, not just the powdery mildew. There's all kinds of bugs that want to eat this stuff. So, uh, and then, so that's what we have another program here, which is called integrated pest management. So if you have a pest, which is some sort of insect, you, you know, you do some research and you find out what insect eats that one and you bring that one in. Right. And then also with other things like uh, fungi and, and so on, basically the healthy plant is the one that will resist the, those uh, invasive fungi and so on. And so that again starts back with how you treat your plants and it comes down to living soil, the soil food web, right? And so if the, if the soil yep. is really live and healthy and fully uh, integrated as, as a food chain, there's not much room for the negative the malevolent either microbes nematodes or or fungi to come in because the, the good stuff is so so thriving and that's what's feeding your plant
1: sure yeah now that's important though, the holistic growing approach you know yeah you, you just have a a healthy environment and stop treating each symptom symptomatically but just it's just like you know having a healthy body and mind kind of thing you get you don't get as sick as often you're just generally happier you don't have the mental issues maybe that come with stress and stuff because you're just Mm -hmm. healthy right Um, right right and yeah plants are are no different i don't think
5: right and 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 also they're part of our environment we're part of the environment right the interaction between our environments is what you know makes us so more balanced individuals if you can create that that interaction and so on so um anyway it's a
1: Monoculture is a dangerous Yeah, well, it's, uh,
5: it's important I, I think one of the things that's going to be important about cannabis for people very soon, if not already, is they want to be sure it's pure, right? And so uh, you can even have something that claims is organic, but it still might have some pesticides because there may be some organic pesticides, and when you and when you blaze it up, maybe that pesticide, even though it's organic, turns into something that can be harmful. So. Uh, the yeah. purity of the right. cannabis is gonna be a paramount issue as we go forward. Uh, and so when you have out here, we have amazing testing uh, after the product is finished, you know, for pesticides and so on. Mm-hmm. But we're also part of two programs, two certification programs. There's one called Clean Green Certification. And this was set up by a guy, Chris Van Hook, who actually is, uh, works for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And what he does, he trains people to be organic inspectors. But he realized, uh, he was an old stoner, but he realized that there was no certification for cannabis. So he set up this program, which is actually stricter than the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And he comes out to our farm and digs up some soil and sends it off to a a full lab. And so we've been uh, organically certified from Clean Green since 2011. Uh, And then there's this other program called uh, Dragonfly Earth Medicine a Purity Certificate. That's DEM Pure, D-E-M Pure. You can look it up and they have a certificate and it's about regenerative farming and the whole and actually they're up in british columbia the people who set it all up josh and kelly and so i I suggest you look it up dan pure and they they look at your whole farm and your whole operation and they're really about closed loops both within the farm and also within the society and within your employees Mm -hmm. you know that it's the whole Mm -hmm. operation that that becomes uh, organic in that sense so of respecting people's awesome. uh, freedoms and so on, and then working with your community, uh, and uh, and then making sure your farm also is, is not causing damage.
0: This is the importance of legislation because if it wasn't legal, or we would still be having the unregulated market with the illegal growers not caring what's going into the weed and just selling it off and nobody's testing it. So you know, there's real
1: safety for the well, consumer here when you check human food. human trafficking is an issue too right mm-hmm. that word.
5: oh yeah yeah well that's true too but i agree with that but the, one of the things is that uh, out in california where we have a long 50 60 70 year yeah. culture of what we're now referring to as traditional uh market the traditional uh, cannabis operations we've kind of gotten away from the word black market just because of the mm-hmm. you know putting a stigma on it again we don't need to do that but we can call it the illicit market or the traditional market is what people are saying. But there are an awful lot, actually I would say- The legacy out here. Yeah, the legacy. But the majority of people who who are growing in California today are in the traditional illicit market. The minority of growers Mm. are the legal ones. For example, we figured there used to be 60,000 cannabis growers all over the whole state in various pockets and so on. There are now 5,000 legal growers. And all the rest have either stopped or kind of disappeared again. And so uh, they are still performing those same environmental damages uh, that they were. And not all of them were, let's put it out there for sure. There are an awful lot of old little mom and pop growers up in the mountains who are really doing the right thing. They're organic and so on. Uh, And the problem is that it costs too much to get legal. So they're kind of out of the system. Uh, We're talking about the big, big guys who come in with bulldozers and so on and do wreak, uh, you know, environmental damage. And we're a bunch against them. We don't, you know, the people who are still braving it out there in, in the traditional market, we have nothing against them if they're actually still doing uh, things in, in, the, in the proper way organically and so on. But let me just say yeah. the irony of the fact in California of legalization, and you might ask that in Saskatchewan too, is that, okay, they didn't actually legalize it. They made it more illegal. And the way they made it more illegal (laughs) is saying that, okay, you can grow it, but if you do it, you have to do this, 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 this. So in the old days, it was the sheriff or the police force that was looking for you. But now it's the... Uh, department of agriculture the department of fish and wildlife the water resource board the water quality board the the business board the the
1: health canada
5: board and so on and so forth and each one of them has a fee each one of them uh, has a license and and then on the county level too there's the environmental the building and planning and all those things so now there's like 20 who are willing to come in and bust you or charge you a permit fee or, or, or a license fee and so on so they've actually just made it really more illegal than it ever was yeah i've that,
0: never even thought of it like that <laughs>
5: 100 percent agree yeah yeah you know?
1: yep. as a medical patient too even more so the restrictions are are much heavier now um, compared yeah. to prior even just the legalization in the interim being between when they updated the MMAR into the, the MMPR system. Um, but yeah, it's it's I, I 100% agree. It is more illegal to do everything that we used to do um, now, uh, unless you kind of comply to all those regulations, yeah. which are expensive, like you say. So a lot of the people that are getting into it um, aren't maybe the type of people that have those type of men, that that type of mentality in in mind because they come from money and they're just looking for uh, an investment kind of thing, versus yeah. uh, that's what happened here well, at least kind of in the beginning. Be uh, it was just so expensive, right?
5: they got to follow all the rules. They want to be legal in California. They've mm-hmm. got to follow all the rules, otherwise they really will get busted. But the, there are two advantages to that, and one as you mentioned earlier that. California weed is the most tested weed anywhere. And uh, if you were to go to the best health food restaurant or the best health food uh, s- uh, supermarket, none of their products would pass the cannabis testing here in California. They're also with wow. you know, wildlife and so on. There are people who are getting busted <clears throat> because they are doing environmental damage, and the people who then get licensed, we know that they're not. So that is an advantage. On the other hand, it's just more and more and more details and. I figure we're close mm. to $150,000 of uh, getting ready, uh, getting permits and, and inspections. And that not only goes to the government, Ooh. but it also goes to private Jeez. contractors. And then you throw on the taxes. Right. And so that the illegal market, yeah. the traditional market, you can get this, more or less the same product, more or less, but it's untested. <laughs> but you can get it for half price yeah. if you go to the same old guy you used to go to around the corner. If you go to a legal dispensary, well, you know it's a safe you know, environment, but you're also paying twice as much. So uh, it's really made a distortion here that we're trying to deal with and work through.
1: An interesting dichotomy. Yeah, we have the same thing here. I mean, you can go online to any mail-order marijuana and get you know $200, $150 ounce, where the same ounce in the legal store would be three, dollars $400, but you do get the guarantee in the legal store that... It has been tested but again i mean the the illicit market traditionally i mean especially nowadays when it's so flooded it doesn't seem like it's in a lot of producers best interest i guess to make you know or to to make their client base sick but at the same time like uh it's not a very good guarantee i guess just in a purely capitalist self-regulating market like that
5: um right Yeah. And a lot of people don't even know because you remember the vape crisis that we had here with all these vape pens that were actually poisoning people, not because of the cannabis so much, but what they diluted it with, or even the vape cart itself Mm -hmm. was leaching out uh, heavy metals and so on. So, um, you know, we're really, really old school here. And we're just told, I only smoke flour. I don't, I mean, if I, if I make my own hash, I'll smoke that. But I don't do dabs or anything like that. Uh, Nikki does edibles. I don't know. It's just the flour that's got everything, you know. And smoking a joint to me is, is yeah. still the best thing because every time you roll a joint, you know, it's fresh and pure. You don't have an old bowl that you got to clean out. You don't have a bong water you got to yeah. clean out. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, yeah. You know? <laughs> and the joint is always fresh and pure. It's always a brand new one. So, um any rate, uh, I'm kind of such old school but everybody, everybody's entitled to do it the way they want I would just ask people to be aware number one of how your cannabis is produced uh, you know what sort of you know, chemicals are on it and number two the way you are ingesting it is that at some point likewise doing damage because you you, you want you want you know benefit from this and uh, you got to have to you know make sure you're protected
4: oh, we, we always say order boy from a credible supplier which will be from the likes of yourself or grow your own we all grow our own yeah and um, we, we all know exactly what goes into the the care to the love the attention that the plants get and it's obvious that what as as you say yourself it's if you give the tlc to it she's gonna just give you the fruits and just yeah. boom you yeah. um, know
5: Right, that's right. And so one of the things that we fought for here in the legislation, both locally and in the state of California, is the right to grow your own. And that, that you know, we now, it's, it's in the state law, every citizen's allowed to grow six plants. And uh, now the County can say, well, you can only have one or two, six plants on your property, but at a certain point we'll fight and challenge that too. But whenever you're working on legalization, for those of you who are still in illegal places, make sure that you put in there that homegrown is also. And I also think that 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 is a fundamental right. That's a fundamental human right to grow your own food and to grow your own medicine. And in the United States, yeah, we, I think we should put it in, in our constitution and in other places that it just should be embedded in basic human rights from the United Nations and so on. And then, you know, not only is your, your you know, your food pure, but your medicines pure also and herbal medicine, plant medicine. We keep discovering more and more things i should say we keep rediscovering more and more things people, all they had was plant medicine and so now we have to revive that because that's once again if you grow it or you have a reputable source then you know it's pure and you know what it's going to be doing with you and so i think you know grow your own uh, food and medicines is just a fundamental right that we have to uphold a
1: hundred percent agree I wish they would put that in school curriculums, you know, like when I was in in elementary school and high school, we didn't touch anything about any type of horticulture or growing or anything. Nowadays, it seems you drive around and you see some schools, they have their backyard gardens and stuff. So uh, it seems like it's becoming more, a little bit more common. But still, I mean, that should be a fundamental thing that they start teaching it right from the beginning. Yeah. Stuff for yourself, right?
4: It's
2: self-sufficiency.
1: Yes.
4: Yeah. It's how we do it now. However, education... Um, TG, yeah. it's how we do it here now in Ireland in the schools and uh, mm-hmm. they start uh, they've been doing it for the last five years every school awesome. will have a full um, vegetable patch and each class has their own um, line or thing as such in a vegetable garden so they all have to look after
3: to be fair they did used to do stuff mm. like that in the 60s mm. they yeah. stopped doing it right. So it's, you know, it's recycling education again. Yeah. again. Right.
5: Well, also uh, <laughs> yeah. when Obama was president here, his wife Michelle had a vegetable garden in in the, in the White House backyard, and that was again a model. And then of course uh, when this last guy came in, they just threw it all out, just like years and years ago. Yeah. Jimmy Carter yeah. had solar panels well, on so, there, but the it's White not there House, now. and then Reagan came in and, and and took them off because he said, well, they didn't produce oil or or uh, or gasoline. You know, it's like what. Um, any rate, uh, yeah, there've been a lot of <laughs> yeah, one step forward and two steps back that have happened. But
0: uh, yeah, we've made a lot of big mistakes, man. I wonder if we can fix everything.
5: Well, actually, you know, in uh,
0: time, in time, I
5: actually do have a fair amount of faith in these uh, in the younger people that are coming along.
0: I, I uh, do as well. Know, yeah,
5: you know, especially even the teenagers. Uh, I think they really see the handwriting on the wall, and uh, the problem is they feel they're the ones who are going to be asked to clean it up. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. for me, what it is, it's, uh, I have to say, you know, I'm 77 and it, it happened on my watch. You know, that's what my regret is there. That, uh, and I have a strange feeling mm-hmm. about that is that uh, the people of my generation, uh, the best people dropped out, right? And in the previous times, uh, a lot of the best people went into government because they felt they could make a difference there. And then here in the U.S., after Mm -hmm. Kennedy was shot and then Martin Luther King was shot and then the other Kennedy was shot, a whole lot of us said, hey, wait a second, man, this just ain't where it's at. And so I think really the best people didn't go into politics. They went into everything else. We went into exploring consciousness, we went into organic food, we went into uh, you know, organic growing and so many other things. We went into exploring different cultures all around the world, but we didn't do politics. And then look what happened. All the people my age who are in politics are really mediocre and really, or not necessarily, or evil.
0: How's it going there, Monkey? Yeah, You want to say something there? You be quiet.
2: Oh no, I'm just having to agree with everything Swami says. Yeah, this is our future. If we don't take control of this election, it, it's it's all out the door. We have to go ahead and do what we have to do to get this country back on track and get this environment protected. Right, right.
1: Yeah, it's, we're all on spaceship Earth together, ultimately, right? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. When you think about the planet and how small that is compared to where we are flying around in the universe, like we should probably work together. Yeah, yeah. I mean.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this point, no, I've been on ships. I took a ship across the Atlantic Ocean. I took a ship across the Atlantic Ocean many years ago, and there was a gigantic storm, and the waves were huge, uh, higher than the ship and everything. And you know, and at that point, you realize you can't get off. Right, you're on that ship. You know, yeah. and whatever the waves are, you're <laughs> not <laughs> off. That's when it
2: becomes your best Earth. interest to I... keep that ship afloat, no matter
5: what. Yeah. Yeah, and that's our planet. Our planet is a ship. And we're not getting off and right. so uh you, know, as, you mm-hmm. know i have a lot of old phrases but there's a dumb bird who shits his nest you know and so that's what we have <laughs> to be aware of to uh, <laughs> take care of it and and work toward you know but this is where we're heading if we don't yeah. watch it
2: yes yeah we have a chance and then i think on this next generation coming up our kids uh they, they seem to get it a little bit better than we did and if, if we give them a chance they might actually fix this thing if we if we let yeah, them yeah. And I think that's what that's what we're gonna do: it's figure a way of letting letting this next generation take care of this earth. Yeah, encouraging but them.
5: But the fixing is gonna come through inspiration. It's not gonna come through machines. You know, it's not necessarily no. gonna come through technology. That may be part of it, but what's going to happen is going to be an inspiration, and an inspiration shared by many, many people. uh, In a time, uh, the time has come, and this idea will be, and it'll occur in millions of people's minds simultaneously. And everybody say, "Oh yeah, that's what we got to do," and and they'll do it. And so uh, that's what's happening with this younger generation and, and that, that thought bubble that's going to be the one, that, that's, right, that's still there and it's being downloaded right now. And I just want to put another word in because I, I, Nikki just reminded me, I have another call in 10 minutes. But the uh, last thing I do want to say to you guys is that I've been working with uh, Nikki and with about 20 other real and unbelievable cannabis experts and we've been creating uh, what we call a Ganja Council. You might be familiar with the wine expert who's called a sommelier, and the, how wine is Appalachian based with Bordeaux and so on. And so we've created this thing mm-hmm. called the Gangier Council. And uh, we've nice. created a course, a whole course, about how to become a cannabis expert as a Gangier. And uh, it's just being launched now in, in the next month or so. And you can look it up, Gangier Council, G-A-N-G-I-E-R. Uh, or is it G-A-N-J-I-E-R, Ganjer Council, uh, and you can see the, the beginning of it, but it's basically it's the whole course, and it's, it's about the history, it's about the different methodologies of growing, because if you're a, a Somalier or a Ganjer, you have to advise a client, and if it says on the label it's Korean natural farming, you probably ought to know a little bit a little bit about Korean natural farming and so on. What does organic really mean and so on. And then we'd all talk about the actual uh, uh, horticulture biology of how cannabis works with terpenes. And then we have what we call a systematic assessment protocol. And this is like I explained with the cannabis cup. It's kind of based on that five categories of look, aroma, uh, flavor, and, and effects. And we have a whole very systematic way of assessing. And so we're kind of tossing out the whole thing about indica sativa because it doesn't give us much information. We're really talking about cannabinoid content. We're talking about terpenes. We're talking about methods of growing. And then we talk about, like I said, how does it smoke and all those things. So check it out
1: i definitely know some people here in canada that'll be interested in that so i'll pass that on
5: yeah, for, for sure excellent. excellent anyway it's been really great talking with you guys and sharing this uh yeah,
0: man, thank you very mm. much for joining us on me yeah. thank you very much sir been my
5: been a pleasure, it has pleasure. Been enlightening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. give me a cup of coffee and a joint right. and i can talk for hours yeah. so uh... I you all, I'm Hrim yeah. Klim Shim Ganjamayi Namah. I'm Hrim Klim I'm, I'm gonna sign off here. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you have a good See evening. You. Bye, bye.
2: Wow.
1: I like that guy. That was good. That was really fucking good.
2: Right up your alley, wasn't it, TG? Yeah, uh,
1: like, well, yeah. I mean, living soil all the way. I'm, yeah. I, I sometimes I feel like you know talking to guys like that.
0: There we go, everybody. That's Swami Shatanya. Hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah. You're all unmuted, lads. You can speak.
4: Now. Swami is a <laughs> fucking legend, <laughs> man. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that was super cool, man. Yeah. Such a cool guy. Yeah, Especially, you know, being 77 years old, and still out there in the field doing all the, the growing and shit. It's hard work, you know? It's hard. Yeah. And that's He's yeah. sharp for his age, indeed. Fucking so sharp,
1: man.
2: He was.
1: Just imagine how many fucking, like strange he's tried though especially from northern cali like you know that's the creme of the yeah. creme of the creme of the creme of the yeah. creme right, right. So sweet in the world i want to get down there and do the emerald yeah. cup one day
0: he did say we can go by you know pop by say hello to him anytime yeah i very much enjoyed that one mm, sure. we've had a couple of good interviews this week you know because we interviewed frenchy cannoli as well that was fun. and that was fucking yeah. sweet man that was, oh, i was so raging that i missed that just, one yeah, it's all about terpenes with both of these guys. You know, yeah. Terpes, terpes, terpes. They both mean look at the we animals. need more terps.
1: Well, that's that's the thing, right? THC is THC. We have there's drugs like Marinol, right, and that those are synthetic THC, and chemically they're exactly the same as the THC molecule, but they don't do shit. People say the same about extracts too. So those subtle differences in the terpene, the 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 whole entourage effect of how they interact with mm-hmm. each other is is more important I would say than the overall THC C B D cannabinoid percentage. It's so one of the reasons why I want nice to go that, organic, you yeah.
0: know. Especially locally. I want to see what can be what can be produced from local bacteria and shit. See if it makes a big difference.
2: You never know who we try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. exactly. Exactly.
0: Epic is a view man, really enjoyed speaking to him. It's good shit. Yeah. So um, you can just check him out, just uh search the uh, Swami Daniel or Swami Selects and you'll find him up on Google. He's got his own website and stuff. Go check it out. Some interesting stuff on there. So uh we should go on to what the fuck was that? Ready? Of no. course. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's down to you, man. You want to explain what's going on and shit?
3: Yeah, well, it's it's that. What the fuck was that again? Um, this this week we've actually had somebody guess the right answer.
0: Yes, congratulations.
3: So congratulations to Tylo. I think it was Tylo, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's something like that. Right? Tylo, new member. Oh, no, sweet. He, he, guessed all, he, he guessed almost right, but because somebody kept moaning at me about flipping, well, like, here this we go and again. And this and that. I let him have it. So. So yeah, um, congrats, out You did it. You, you you won a prize, and he'll send it sometime when he can be bothered. When I get to the post office, I've got a stack of here of outgoing mail. There you go. Like I said, when he can be bothered. I've got
0: agrophobia. I don't like living in the house. Is that is
1: that no? The one?
3: Unless McDonald's is on the list. Yeah, but
0: that's in my car. That's different. So, right? McDonald's is very important. You need a drive-through the, post office. Drive-through post office would be poker. Yes. Excellent. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's play what this what last week's sound was here. This one. There we go, and Tylo guessed it correctly. Well done to him. So, can you guess this week's? I'll play this week's. Yeah. Oh, well, we what was the guess?
3: What last yeah. week's? It was. It was the lock on a, a metal cupboard. Ah, somebody playing with the latch. Somebody'd already guessed it was like opening the door of a metal cupboard, and it wasn't quite opening the door, it was just literally somebody playing with the latch. I see, I I see. And I think we
4: just Ah. done that. (laughs) I think we started talking, did we, Mackie? Over your sound,
0: yeah. yeah, I can play it again. Here we go. Everybody be quiet for four seconds. (laughs) Well done, lads. Well done. <laughs> that was the, uh, what the fuck was that sound this week? Oh, yeah.
3: And again, you have to guess on the forum. There's no good guessing there. There you go. Mm. Well, it all is. Right. You can guess here if you want to, but you won't get shit for it. Yeah, but you start throwing but some in somebody prices can take your guess, guess and go
0: put it on the forum
3: and get credit for it. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
2: Mm-hmm. So, hey, mm-hmm. guess all you
3: want. If they don't know that it was the right <laughs> guess, then it's a waste of time.
0: Let's so go on, just one more time for the listeners. Here we go. Uh,
1: ms <laughs>
0: What the fuck was that? Go tell us over at Percy's grow room. Oh, don't forget to subscribe to this channel if you haven't already, because this is a new one which we are uh, building up specifically for high and homegrown. Uh, And download as well. Last week we had a shitload of downloads on our actual Podbean channel. I'm not sure why that was, but maybe it was because we mentioned it. But I'm not sure if you all know you can download every episode which we've done so far on iTunes and Spotify and all of them kind of platforms. So you know, get your phone out and whichever. Podcast platform you use Go to that And search for High on Homegrown You'll find us Download all the episodes Even if you heard them Download them
4: Do it And don't don't forget guys Don't forget to give us Some reviews On um, In Mm. the likes of iTunes And in Podbeam It does help the show An awful lot
0: Yes man Yes please Don't don't forget to click That like button Yes Like Thumbs up And subscribe Motherfuckers you know, thank you we, oh. All we want is likes That's all we want Like to download Show us your love <laughs> Show us <laughs> love. Yeah. <We'll> <laughs> then, like, it. we Dopamine was thank thank you Dopamine You know Lads we got 50 likes On the episode last week
1: We split it up 10 likes And then each. we're
0: happy For the rest of the week uh, yeah. That's all we want Do it Share Tell your friends to like it Right now we're going to uh, yeah,
3: Move <laughs> on to Listener Q&A A. Thank you
0: <laughs>
3: Right here's the Q&A Thank you we're just following the trend.
0: Cool. So does anybody have any questions? We had one earlier. Uh, what light would be recommended for a 4x2 10? And that was from Matthew, but he's gone now. He's got work tomorrow.
4: But he will be listening into the show in work it's tomorrow. Up. So okay. we shall continue.
2: Well, one that was dropped in chat it was a, uh, the Morris TSL
1: 2000 for that for that tent yeah something that'll fit that tent because that's a rectangular tent so you don't want to have a square light right you want to yeah. either have a rectangular like that tsl or two ts ts it's whatever TS 1, yeah 1, i'd say yeah, two ts 1000s two, 1, yeah, TS
3: really yeah. 1, two of them or, uh, would probably work better to be honest
4: the micro array micro i two hundred and forty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. two hundred and
2: forty
3: array.
4: <laughs>
2: depends
1: on how much yep. you want to spend then doesn't it that's a perfect mm. light for that tent yeah. for sure um Invisible Sun's got a board that fits. Yeah, the it is, is the one that it. I have. It is the it's invisible
4: Sun, the ish two sixty-five. I had the B two um, or the BR yeah. version two. It's good That's it yeah, I a good light. Oh
2: decent lights. Farmer says anyone
0: yeah. has seen the the new Mars lights. I'm gonna assume they're the ones with the uh, the timers and the dimmers. Yeah, I think it's he's probably talking about the bar
2: yeah. lights, that Mars the yeah, bar lights
1: something yeah, but those, yeah. Right. with yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But those are expensive, man.
4: Our friend Shane. Moegro, actually done a big release of all of the fucking top lights to see which you get the best bang for the buck and what saves you the most money and mm-hmm. what lasts the longest. The Mars TS2000 actually came on they top well. of his no list. Yeah, well. he came second or third, I think it was, on that section. And he came seventh, I think, on another. And a few, he came yeah. in a couple of places on the other side with different. Like, that was, it's,
3: it's a, a good yeah. list. That no, that was the I know. Book I saw that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really out. good the, one. The general everything.
1: Yeah. Was that the He's end? objective as fuck, right? So.
0: See, I you know what
3: you're saying there? I, I was just going to say that was the general review of the light, weren't it? Where everything was combined where they came out on top. Yeah,
4: as far as I know, okay, it yeah. was kind of yeah. everything. big. I'm looking for the fucking post here now and I just cannot find it.
3: In terms of like bang for book, what you get for
4: what your you minutes.
1: get for you your, get your money. See, yeah, I think it's. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it was of all the lights he's ever checked out. Those, those mm-hmm. are the, it's the top ten or top fifteen. Yeah, or
3: something. yeah, yeah. I, I, I've yeah, got to say I do quite like the light, but it, I'm, I'm tempted not to try it in flower because it's not enough for my tent.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Unless I do mm. it, I know, unless I'm doing
0: like flower in the little tent, which not it's not only good for four by four during vegging. Yeah. If you want to flower, yeah. then you're gonna need something extra on the sides. Which is a bit weird, yeah. to be fair. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, what, what 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 I can't I can't see why lighting manufacturers do this. I mean it's either good for a four by four or it's not.
4: Yeah, but isn't it it's isn't is it, it the it? reason yeah. that it's, it's on the outside the p the power ratings that go around on the outside it is enough for it to veg, but it's not enough for it to to kind of yeah, give yeah, it pretty the much. full power. In so in case, that's why they say for a flower version you have to go into the tighter space, which is Directly underneath the plant.
3: So, so who does that then? Who 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 grows plants and then moves them into a little squidgy bot like in the middle to, yeah. to flower them? Well, maybe. nobody
1: does. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So why say it's suitable for a
2: four by four tent? If it's because because
4: what they'd use it for would be if they have say what somebody would have a four by four tent. And they're using that as their veg tent, but they well, have maybe two smaller tents, say, then, and you can have a smaller tent for, say, if you wanted to have a continuous harvest, a perpetual. But when
0: you're going to 1.2 anyway, you want to leave space on the side oh, yeah. for airflow shit. So, you know, it does just about cover it, but you, it would be better to use something more powerful. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it does the job it's, it's like the uh, like we said last week it's the entry level into the LED market yeah, yeah. and, and th- it's a good light man it, but there, there is better mm-hmm. out there but you have to pay a lot more money for it oh, no. course,
4: yeah. now that is it's just my right. perspective on how that works I don't know if that's right or wrong so mm-hmm. I wouldn't take it as gospel I could be just talking fucking oh, yeah, hot I mean, air Jim ears
0: it stands a good chance so, so any other questions we got this mm-hmm. week you sent any in chat yeah how long did it last uh, I don't know. Any, any questions? <laughs> because I don't... I can't think of any after the top of I see, my head. Any, uh, in the forum? I actually forgot to fuck put a post up in the forum today which remind everybody. <laughs> uh, no, I've got too much on right um, now. So, you know, um, busy, busy.
1: It's good. Maybe people are learning. And well, I think they are. Yeah. They must be learning.
0: Maybe they don't have they don't any questions because they've listened to every Just episode so far. We've covered they, all yeah. of them. I like that. Okay, I like that. So that. <laughs> yeah, <Will you? laughs> okay, that. That's a good reason. <laughs> Like that Ah, there, there. uh, It was Noob who recommended uh Swami. Yep, yeah. don't no. be offended, Noob. You, you wouldn't believe the amount of messages <laughs> I read from people My every goodness, day. I couldn't see Carl. you out, confused. didn't you, man?
1: Oh, pissed.
0: Yeah. Don't be offended. You, you, I, do you know how much cannabis I no, smoke? Know, <laughs>
2: don't always use that as a crutch now, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well. That was a good recommendation. He was a cool guy.
4: Uh, he does. He makes you look at things like when you when you actually do, we talked to him for a really long time, and he just the way he explains everything, even when he yeah. talks about like he went into so much about when he went in when he was in India and Afghanistan and fucking all these mad places, living the fucking hippie life. He's a cool dude. I've got a couple
0: of questions there, man. Uh, what he says, what way does a bud ripen inside, out, or other way around? Oh, yeah. It's got to be like the whole thing as a whole, really. The whole bud will ripen. And mm-hmm. that, that's before you chop it down as well. I don't know what
1: you all think. I think it'd be the whole bud ripen. sorry. I
2: wouldn't have any way to know otherwise, cut one
1: open and look, but I wouldn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. What's what you mean by ripen? I mean, Probably in terms the of color. get it. It's yeah, trichomes. So I would say probably the outside, yeah. that's that's exposed the outside most it? directly to the light, and it's normally from, from the top just down, just ultraviolet. But and all is that. is yeah. that not different it's though? That's just THC
0: maturing, that's not
1: ripening up, but exactly. I mean, ripening would that, ripen. that be cloudy I and mean, peak? No, was that maybe the bud itself? Like, when does the bud swell? To yeah, it's when it's the most yeah. terpenes and cell. retins being poured um, out, and that, yeah, that type of more than just THC. Uh, degradation and you know the ripeness of it to see THC or the maximum THC production because that's kind of what we go by for the the clear to cloudy to amber i think Mm -hmm. that's what that kind of dictates or implies but um like like Frenchy was saying the terpenes um you know you have to wait to a a specific point in the in the harvest to maximize like you just said the the terpene potential um so that's probably a good um way to define ripeness in in one way and I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, it depends what you mean, but um, I would say the outside closest to the lights and exposed most to the elements would ripen. As long as it's but...
0: ripe, it doesn't matter which way it did it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> and Big farmer, <pharma. laughs> did anyone notice a difference in feeding schedule when using LEDs? Yeah, you'd notice that uh, good LEDs would make you use more calma than standard That's HPS right. and lights like that because they're more intense. Hmm. So. Mm. Everybody I
3: realised this you when I forgot mag. to add cow mag and then thought shit what's that mm. oh yeah cow mag yep. and that's goes everywhere <laughs> one day it it shows up. A I can't preach to the choir if I ain't got a clue myself can mm. I
0: Is it, you gotta fuck up sometimes and mm. learn how to fix this that's these. it yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah maybe that's what I need I forgot to fucking use cow mag the last couple of fucking <laughs> days <laughs> man
0: you shouldn't need a lot more it's just nice to have a little bit no it's I only try a tiny bit don't be putting what they say on the fucking bottle in there. Use like a quarter of it. I only put
4: a fucking smidge. I don't even think <laughs> I put water in. It's just enough just to give it a little taster. Mm.
2: Yeah. It all depends well, on what water you have. I think, I think on the Cal mag. That's yeah. the
0: questions for this week. Nice. Thank you, everybody. We'll uh, move on to some more questions. These ones. Truth. Truth. Oh. Truth. Oh.
3: Here we just, suppose. Suppose. <laughs> there will be
0: free you're
2: now playing Mackie's <laughs> game no you,
0: you're living in my world now <laughs> <laughs> right so uh TG you' gotta go last oh. night okay. okay all right because uh the, that's
1: uh horrible yeah, I'm just
0: making sure about you you know you, these these need to answer first because you probably know this
2: all one. right TG you can go last but okay. just type it in the chat okay man <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, here we go. You know, Number one, another dab. There are more microorganisms in a handful of soil than there are people on earth. Okay, true or false? Number two, soil has six layers called horizons O, A, E, B, C, and R. Feels like I'm doing vocal warm up exercises when I clean that. <laughs> that's not the that's just me going off a rabble. Sorry, I'll continue. Horizon O is the topsoil, and R is the bedrock. Okay, so is that true or false? Soil has six layers, blah, blah, blah. And number three, it takes 50 years to produce an inch of topsoil, which is the most productive layer of soil. Number three. Okay, so which one is true or false? Mm. Which one is false? Which one is false, GB? Which one is false?
4: I would say number two. Is false. You're going to deliberate a little bit? Because I have no idea of what I had you to wear. And I think the other two sound quite quite factual.
0: Okay. Monkey, you want to hit that? Um, oh. I do, I
4: think, like 50 years for the top couple of inches. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got number two. I think that's I- bullshit.
2: 50 years for one inch of topsoil? I'm going to pick it right off the top of my head. I think that one's wrong. I think I've read somewhere. <laughs> it takes a lot longer than that for an inch of topsoil. It's been 50 years. I mean, that, that, and that's the thing. If we, if we lose an inch of topsoil, it, it takes decades. I mean, I mean, not just five decades, many, many decades to get it back. So I'm going with three. ZN. Hello. Hello. Hello hello, See you. hello, 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 I Fucking I go
0: quiet right, and I, I think, fuck, is the fucking stream gone dead, yeah. shit, shit, no. shit. You, you have no idea how much
3: that panics me, man, for God's sake. I yeah. was talking to you in my head, Ooh. it just wasn't coming out of my
0: gob. Oh, was that what that sound was? Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, 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 that was
0: the tick. Yeah, okay. Um,
3: uh, I'm <laughs> going to go with three as well, because I'm, I'm with Monkey, I think it takes a lot longer than 50 years. Okay. So, three is the, the fake.
1: TG. Yeah, so... <laughs> Number one, I think, is true because I used to like my first year at university, I took biology and uh, I remember my professor actually said that. And back then I was not a weeder, I was a boozer, and I used to get <laughs> drunk and that was what I told everybody. I'd be like, Did you know that there
3: is more bacteria? <laughs> you know, Wait a minute,
1: that's I think that's how people talk, right? Anyway. So that one's true. Number two, also true. Um, I don't remember what number two was now. Layers of the, the O, V, R,
2: C, R.
1: Yeah, yeah. Definitely cool. true. I got it right. Um, but number three is not true, I think. Nah. Because, yeah, it does take probably a lot longer than 50 years. Like, topsoil is made up of a bunch of different stuff. One component of it is, is like ground up it's rocks, right. basically. And rocks take a long time to decompose. So. Break down enough to be, you know, available, have the nutrients available to call it something like a toxin. Okay. I so, right. There. I, would, I would say that. So, times. we'll go
0: backwards. No, we'll go forwards. We'll, we'll, we'll pick number one first. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because nobody picked number one. Nobody picked number one. That's right. Because so. everybody knows it's true. Yeah. yeah, you bastards. This one, this one. Is <laughs> nice, Easy, there, <laughs> there are more microorganisms. Swami said something about the two. Yeah, I that's think. it. I thought I'd relate it somewhat to soil. Yeah. So, yeah. So this one was a little bit easy. This uh, first one I thought, anyway. Oh, this one. And then when we come to yeah. number two, the one where uh, you know, so it has six layers. Obviously, with T G being a geologist, he probably knows this shit. This is simple textbook shit. But you know, I was hoping you was thinking maybe he's twisted up one of the letters and it's maybe F instead of E. You know, because you know how <laughs> well, I can't I actually remember the start with. The too, no.
1: there. But, there are six, and I couldn't. Uh,
0: every week I do the the true spoof check with the wife. I'm like, check these. So I read it through, and she fucking just picks it out every time. Like, uh, she got she's thing. like, "Well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know," but I'm gonna say it's probably number three because it's probably longer than 50 years, and you've changed the number somewhere. Uh-huh. i'm like okay yeah fine fuck you man
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's how i knew it was number three it takes 50 years to produce an inch of topsoil
0: this is the most productive layer of soil the false bit here is it takes 500 years to produce an inch of topsoil 500 fucking years tell
2: boy scouts about that stuff man burning a campfire destroys topsoil it takes years and years and years to rebuild that stuff
0: that's crazy shit that's a long time you know we're just scooping this shit up and it's going to take a long time to bring it back. But there we go. Uh, yeah, well done to three of you. Yeah, we still need to add up all the stats and shit. Who's yeah, 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 I'll
3: yeah. I think yeah. I'm in the lead
0: by far. If anybody wants I'll to prove me off. wrong going so, well, well <laughs> out. You, you know you're not.
3: No, I have been beat more times than Perspective, man. You beyond well behind me. You know how change. it goes?
0: That's just your opinion, man.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. Watch when you add it up. Cool. Get, yeah. get, get Mrs. Mackey to yeah. add it up, really then we will know it,
0: it's fair. Well, what do you think, sweetie? Do you think I'm in yeah. the lead of truth or spoof? Yeah,
3: definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <I love it.
0: laughs>
2: you know, he's Good Colorado, you know? <laughs> yeah. more yeah. like your dog, man.
0: <laughs> 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 he's got more of a growl to him. Sorry. Anyway, stone of quote. Yeah, man. Like I had a thing to do, you know, when you talk, man, when the cat talks, I want to, I got a thing to say, man. I was going to say it, but I forgot it, man. Got that making me laugh. And then he's bringing me back my (laughs) Corona cough there. Yeah. Right. So this is a quote from some dude on Reddit from TG.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I found it on the, the first Google link was from Reddit, but honestly, like the whole page was filled with this same quote. Um, and so I don't know really where it came from, but it's a good quote. And it's, again, the, the um, coincidence is kind of uncanny that Greenbeard picked George Washington as the uh, famous stoner. Um, I picked this quote kind of because we're coming up to the one of the biggest elections, at least probably in my lifetime, uh, it seems like with this Trump stuff. And, uh, and so this is, this is a, a little play on the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, hopefully it doesn't offend any Americans, but I don't think it will, at least not any that are listening to this. It's all stone so, and chilled, right? Yeah, That's man. Right. And it goes, I pledge allegiance to the bag of dank-ass marijuana and to the bong for how tall it stands, one lighter, loading bowls, smoking happily, coughing, and highness for all.
0: It sounds like a good Very pledge allegiance good. to me. Yeah.
1: It's the Pledge of Allegiance, not to the flag, but to the bag. <laughs> I love so, it. So, Sweet. You know, with, uh, with the election coming up, everybody needs to get out and do their civic duty. You know, vote man. Just
0: it is. exactly. I'm sure you can all tell there's a slightly... Uh, there's a slight way we lean politically, but we won't say. Which way we way But lean. if you're right, you, you know I lean
2: anyway. I'll come next week.
0: But that doesn't matter, man. You just got to go out and vote. We don't care. Which vote your
2: heart. Vote. That's it's all I, I want to do. do. Just, oh, yeah, just go. People have yeah. died
0: and fought for this right for you to do so. So, to
1: privilege.
2: take advantage of that.
1: Wouldn't it be crazy? Like, think of a hundred percent, like turnout. That'd be that'd be insane to see what that would actually. Then we are, could like, actually man, say we have a
2: representation of the entire I mean, country, man. That would
1: be awesome.
0: Anyway, we'll go <laughs> to the outro and then we'll chat that shit. Let's do it. Oh, yes. Here's the outro. Then we we'll go come to the end. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for joining us if it was the afternoon, the evening, whatever. It's
3: 11
2: 11. i are going to roll another split then.
0: Yeah. going Longer roll.
2: to roll too. We're going to need too. another one after this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
3: so you, whole again,
0: whole next week, next week, everybody, if you wasn't around at the beginning, and yeah. you're here now, next week, we will be chipping for a couple of hours with Tommy Chunk live we on live the show. Tommy, Tommy Chunk. Tommy Chunk. Two hours. And, we just, we're gonna, and because it's close to the election, we're going to be talking politics. We're going to, you know, so if you are easily offended, get extra high before you tune in. <laughs> we're
2: going to have a laugh, and we're gonna, we'll say what's it's on, on our mind, put it that way, but you know, take, take it for what it's worth.
1: But yeah be Tommy he's already taken the piss on twitter it seems so i'm sure he's gonna be really ready. Right.
0: oh yeah <laughs> yeah he's always on it man he's, he, he loves talking about trump <laughs> he's running well to his politics right now yeah a lot of people are everyone's yeah, gonna, gonna be, be, be bored
2: when it's all over well you know we'll try and steer him away from Tom's politics important. for a little while we'll shit's gonna affect
0: everybody's so. uh, yeah but we'll, we go on yeah. tangents you know it is we are good for the no,
2: tangents. We'll, we'll start. We'll off let about take, well. The will let GB take the topic. He'll take else. the lead. We have plenty of tangents. <laughs>
4: it's all good. It's all okay. good. Okay.
1: Life's a garden, man. Dig it. Yeah, good good quote. Us
0: it. You can't do stoner quoting outro, bro. Sorry. Well, that's, <laughs> that's my <laughs> quote. That's Joe
1: probably That's my quote.
0: So that's it. And everybody, say it whenever I want. You can subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe to this channel and uh, go yeah. and download episodes as well, man. We, we, I like to see episodes. I want to try and hit 10,000 downloads now. We're on like 6,500. And I think if we went out there and everybody pushed it and shared with friends, we could hit that 10,000 before the next episode, before Tommy John comes along. We could only do it with your help. We can't do it on our own. You have to help us. Right. Let's get that ten thousand downloads done. Please help us. Please. Please. <laughs> we will not survive. No, now we, the begging calls. <laughs> you know. Iron I'm, I'm begging right? Please. Think about in Pe- Peter Pan, right? If she, when you go to the the pantomime the theatre and shit, you know, I've got kids. You have to clap your hands to make sure that she stays alive. It's like no, they don't believe in me. You have to clap. <laughs> you clap right? That's like us, right? We need, sure. we need them likes.
4: We need them likes. We need them downloads.
0: We're fading. We're fading. It just, it just, <laughs> it
4: just, it just reminds me of fucking Oliver. Of Oliver Twist going up, going, oh, no. please, please uh, can I have some more? Please, please. One more. <laughs> just one more life, please.
0: <laughs> this is what we live for now. Uh, fuck me. Yeah, man. Good show, lads. Enjoyed it as usual. Always good time. Hey, man. Hi, yeah. Always, Always fun. fun. That's
4: the go, and we did go we didn't crazy. Don't forget time. to check out the contests too. Oh right? shit,
0: yeah. The rock, paper, scissors tournament, man. You know, Boy, you've been flashing up your skills all these years, telling everybody how you're all good at rock, paper, scissors and shit. Come and prove it, man. Come and prove it. I want to see your skills. Booyah! Rock,
5: motherfucker!
0: I, I would get involved, man, but <laughs> I know that all the prizes yeah. have just come to me then because I'm just way too skilled, way too skilled, at rock, paper, scissors. <laughs>
1: There's a ton of yeah, prizes yeah, I how you build rock
2: paper scissors. You know, I guess there are some yeah, strategies, but the way the game's going to be played, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how it works. Out. Right, so
0: there we go. We should end it now because you we'll know, be up for hours. So. But we're, yeah, we're going go to go off and smoke some weed. <laughs> we'll catch you yeah. next week, with Tommy and Chunk, everybody. Oh, we're really hard. Yeah. I mean, oh, really good. Again, thank you everybody. Don't forget to hit yeah. the like button. We'll see you next week. Let's do the fade off goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye. Good Good
2: the yeah. Sayonara.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Hola>. <laughs> That's a Canadian French right there
0: Thanks again for listening everybody. Hopefully by now you've listened to all of the episodes in the past as well as this one. If not then you can go to iTunes or Spotify Deezer, Stitcher, even YouTube. You can go to any of those networks and you'll be able to watch the previous episodes I've done in the past. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure that you share it with your friends, leave a like on the video, follow us or subscribe on all of the podcast networks. It just helps all with the the future progression of the show if we have more listeners and more subscribers. Also, if you can, we do have a Patreon page, so you can head over to patreon.com slash All we ask you to do is listen. That is plenty. We appreciate every single listener. But if you can do more by liking the video, sharing, and even going to the extent of becoming a Patreon, that will be massively appreciated. We'll see you again next week.